We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too bad. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, probably a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. I am Ty Windish, one of your hosts, joined as always by the sensational Rohan Kadi. Rohan, sir, how is it going? Doing well. Doing well, Ty. You know, it's, it's, it's another week. We're getting that much closer to basketball. All the news is coming out as we're, we're going to be talking about. It's, uh, it, it, I, can, I can feel the season coming. I can too. I think I saw somewhere that training camp was like 10 days away. I don't know if that's for the early teams or for all teams, but the I, season... I believe it's for the early teams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think this was the Raptors. I was reading something about the Raptors and they must have an over. I guess they're always international they're always team, international. but yeah. Um, they, <laughs> except, for, except for 2020, 2021. Yeah, as they will tell you, is the reason for everything bad that's ever happened to Toronto is having to play in tab. Anyway... We we were just here minding our own business, planning to do our Southeast and Southwest Division previews when all of a sudden, since our last full podcast, I did do the quick mini Baino Uja interview pod on the feed. You can go check that out if you haven't already. Fun chat with Baino. The Herd are very excited. Also, I didn't, there's no, it's not on the pod. Chatted with the new Herd GM, Artie Culver, as well. He's been in the org for a while. Uh, excited to, to see what he and, and Baino together do with that team. Of course, we will have lots more herd coverage, including interviews going forward this season. So make sure you check those out too. But we just said we're going to go through the teams, recap the player movement, do the over-unders, typical off-season stuff. All of a sudden, there's a mystery Damian Lillard team. Maybe it's the Bucks. Sounds like it may be the Raptors. I, I feel like there's probably multiple teams, to be honest. And then I think even more interestingly, but we'll talk about both, yesterday – Pretty, I think out of nowhere, I was not expecting this at all. Shams Charania of The Athletic reports that Buddy Heald and the Pacers are talking about potentially trading him. They submitted a contract extension to him. He did not like the contract extension at all, uh, safe to say. Um, I, I'm surprised by this because I looked at the Pacers and kind of thought 
they were just all set for the year. And I know extensions can can change dialogues, but it seemed like they just had a good team and they were all set to go. And all of a sudden, this pretty – I'd say bomb at this point in the offseason drops. And, of course, let's talk about which of these trades makes more sense for the Bucks if they can do either, if they should do either. Rohan, where do you want to start? We've done a bunch of Dame. Do you want to do Dame quickly and then do Buddy? Yeah, let's let's do Dame quickly just to get it out of the way. I mean, if the Mystery East, every every fan of every other Eastern Conference team thinks the Mystery East team is their team. Uh, so it's like the Magic fan. I mean, I don't know if Magic fans are going crazy over this. Magic stuff. fans are like, listen, I, honestly, the Magic should like faults some other salary. Like one of their bad young point guards, and then they have Dame, yeah. Franz, Paolo. Like, why not? That's a good combo. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could afford it. They could for sure. I They've mean, got the I mean, Bulls pick coming in, I think, or maybe they're I, done I with mean, that now. Yeah, but Dame really wants to go to Florida. He'll get there. He could. He could. I don't think you could live in Miami and play in Orlando, but he could certainly like weekend in Miami. He could. He could do the Kawhi thing where he like lives in San Diego. Yeah, he's in LA. Like, just like chopper to the games and back. Yeah. Why not? Seems like a, a Orlando, Jeff Weltman. Get on the get on the phones here. Uh, it is Jeff Weltman, right? I'm not going insane. I know. I think it is, yeah. No okay. longer John Hammond. <laughs> yeah, John Hammond just disappeared into the upper management of the org, a.k.a. was fired. Um, no, hey. <laughs> he moved on to the front office upstate. He's roaming <laughs> around there looking for plus wingspan players. He's he's at a he's at a farm upstate. Yeah, he's at he's at a front office farm upstate. There's a bunch of six ten guys out in the field there. He's evaluating for the next draft. He's having six, a great time. Seven four wingspan. Yeah, they they may not know how to play basketball. That's okay. He can teach them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Orlando, get on it. But but Dame, like, it's been this just months long saga at this point that just hasn't gotten anywhere. I I want to say this. I hate Heat fans more for this thing than I did either time they beat the Bucks in the playoffs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think part of it is there's this weird respect between Bucks and Heat because the Bucks fans, I think they like how we act when we do a playoff series. I feel like Bucks fans, we don't whine as much. I think the Bucks fans are so happy to turn on the team. And certain players they don't like that they don't focus as much on the other teams. But every every little bit that comes out and every report is nonsense anyway. But they're always like, this means Riles has the upper hand. Like it, if he Riles had the upper hand, make the trade. I it's, don't it's okay. care. No. It's it's all the information they're getting anyway is terrible because uh Woj is a is a Blazers guy, apparently. Blazers the guy Woj. They're doing the Lakers thing where they were like, so, someone said, what was it? Like, gun to your head, who are you choo- Who are you trusting more, Woj or that Abraham guy? Ari Abraham, yeah. Yeah, and someone said the other guy. <laughs> and it's like, I, think it, I think it was like, I, I don't want to name names in case I'm wrong, but like, yeah. he was crazy. Well, and uh, now it's, uh, someone said dropping dimes is the new, he reactivated the account again to say the Bucks oh, were the mystery team de- and deactivated. Definitely, it's definitely the same person. Probably, maybe it is Ari. <laughs> Ari's comeback is dropped. That, that would be actually a, quite a heel turn. Um, the damn thing, though, it's like, um, I think the Bucks probably are sniffing around. I mean, they went after Beal. I think they, I, I think it's not a slam dunk decision to go for it. As we've covered with Beal, same deal. You'd have to trade Drew. 
and probably the same as Beal again. That includes finding a third team who's going to route some picks for Drew to, in this case, the Blazers. Because, no, I don't think that they would take, um, you know, Drew Holiday and Marjon straight up for Dame. Like, that doesn't really make any sense for the Blazers. We love Marjon. I don't think any other fan base is going to really care about Marjon that much, to be honest. They're outside sleeping. of They are He's sleeping. Coming. He's coming. He's coming. But, you know, the Blazers aren't taking Marjon as the long-term piece back for Dame. I, I don't know how many teams would want to give up, like, two or three firsts for Drew. I bet you could find one or two. Like, the Knicks, maybe. I, I think, you know, Dame maybe doesn't make as much sense for them with Brunson, but... Putting Drew now, but they also they have a bunch of kind of defensive guards. So I don't OKC. know if they would care. Okay, see, maybe if they want to, I don't know what they want to do ever. If they want to do that, yeah, I, I feel I mean, like it, like I only say OKC because they literally just have too many picks. That's a good call. I mean, the Pelicans kind of ironic. Yeah, give some picks back to the Bucks. They could, they could low key kind of use them, but I think you do have to give up CJ salary wise there. Or maybe you can do it with JV and parts. I, I don't know. I haven't dug in. But give like, CJ back to Portland. <laughs> That would be really funny. That is what would happen. That would be very funny. I'd kind of feel bad for him. Um, I mean, he could focus more on podcasting there. His true passion. That's the hardest job of podcasting. The world, and yeah, all the all the, all the pro forward sports players say that. I was listening to the Kelsey Brothers pod with Julian Edelman, which is really old, but it's just entertaining. And they all agreed that. And I was like, "Thank you. Finally, we get some recognition." This um, is more difficult than any other. <laughs> I could for sure catch a couple tutties in the Super Bowl. No question. Yeah, easy. I know you know what normally this is an aside. Off season pod. Normally I always auto say no to those like could you could you score ten points in an NBA game for a million dollars? Like no, no, no human could no normal human could do that. If you think so, Rohan unless delusional. unless everyone is in on it. Yeah, I mean, if they let you do a layup line, but if we're assuming like a normal NBA game, no, I just game, like like the rest of the team, I just cherry pick. Oh, yeah, maybe. Let's assume no, though. Like, you, you have to really okay. score. Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, then no. <laughs> I, I almost always say no on these. Like, could you score, like, 20 points in a full 82-game season if you played 36? Like, no. Uh, first off, I bet most normal people wouldn't make it. Like, I don't think I, – I, I for sure could not physically play 36 NBA minutes. I, I think the toll of what that takes is probably a little underrated. People do not realize how – freakish these athletes are i mean like you're just getting dusted both ways on the court probably getting slammed into like the third row when you go up for a layup if you even get that far um, Bro, imagine just like who's a who's a massive imagine jv because you mentioned him earlier yeah Valentinus. i'd die yeah i'd straight up not exist anymore well i mean whoever you're trying to guard has got to you're just getting crossed up like your acls are probably just like shredded iceberg lettuce by the end of the first game, they're going to target you relentlessly. You're terrible. You're if you're listening to this in the in FIBA, yeah, for, well, except much worse. If you're listening to this, you're terrible at basketball. There is ninety nine point nine percent chance. Bucks players listening. I just can't. If Ty Ty's tuned in, not you, but everyone not in the NBA or G League or any other good league, uh, you're not good. Anyway, there was one I saw. Could an average human get one NFL rushing yard? I actually think yes. That's like the one where I think probably one yard. It's, it's it's relying on your offensive line. Yeah, that, that's the thing. So it, it, they like some like Gronk. I think said if you had a really good line, yes. Otherwise, no. I think just like a good line, not an depending on the defense too. But yeah, you just have to fall forward. 
I mean, you do get the ball behind the line of scrimmage, so one yard. Yeah, is you got you got to make yards. a couple steps, but you got your line right there. Yeah, if, if you, you if you have a great line and they're playing like bears or, or yeah. like the bears, where they're just going to get moved either way. Yeah, that's fair. Like I, I'm not saying I'm athletic at all. I'm not saying I would break a tackle. I'm saying I would walk up to the line of scrimmage and fall forward and never get on the field again because I'd be worried about my death. But I think I could get a yard. I think I think that's fair. NFL, if you're listening, I will try this for a million dollars. I want the million either way, though. It's 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 the it's the Eurostep Bowl this weekend, and uh, it is. Lambo. I'm feeling yeah. good about my old team's chances in that. Anyway, listen to Talk of the Tundra. And cruising for a bruising, even though I didn't mess it up and call one the other this time. Uh, one last thing on this. What an off-season pod already. We Yeah, but the, the crux of this is... No, no, no. Game. All, oh, the, okay. all, the, all the ones who say anything about baseball are the, the biggest idiots of all time. Yes. Especially hitting or pitching. Yeah, either, either side of the ball. It's just like, I you think can't do anything. Maybe a normal person could... If you could probably... You could catch a fly out if it's hit right to you. I, I think I could catch a fly out if I didn't have to like go all sal free like on him. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not jumping to the wall. I'm gonna, let's let's be realistic here. I'm no. gonna and let, let's assume let's assume it's like nighttime, so I don't have to worry about losing it in the lights or anything. Yeah, or well, it's still the stadium lights. It's still harder than you think. I think that's the only thing baseball thing anyone could realistically do. Yeah, or like catch the ball when they're doing that little wrap around after an out. Yeah, I could stand on second base and throw it to short. I could do that. They throw me to late grounder by hand. I could do that too. Yeah. Somebody's hitting it at me. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. I'm not playing the infield. And I, my arm is not good enough. That they're, they're getting a second every single on me if I'm the outfielder. Um, okay. That's enough enough sports. I can't wait to hear a bunch of people are going to comment and go, you guys just suck. I could eat, I could hit 250 today. It's I, I could I could strike someone out. Hell no. No, you cannot. I, I have been up close to too many G League games. I have too much respect for pro athletes at every level to think that a normal person could fit. And uh, Damian Lillard, how the hell did I get to baseball? I oh, the Kelsey Brothers podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Kelsey. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. The hardest job in the world. Yeah, it is. Look how hard it, look how hard it is to just get we through a segment on Dame. Exactly. Um, I, I, to, to sum it up, because we now I used all the Dame time about sports talk. Um, I think it's not impossible the Bucks would trade for him, but I think it's super unlikely. I think it, yeah, I think it's very unlikely. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bucks were like a team that Dame was like, if I don't get Miami, like the Bucks are maybe okay. I mean, he said Giannis is the player exactly. he wants to play with most before, so I, I don't buy the Heat culture propaganda like. He's immediately demanding another trade to Miami. I, I don't think so. I think That's, he's playing with Giannis. That sounds, like, that sounds like Dame's agent is just running amok. If it's even coming, if that's not even coming right from Riley, I mean, who knows? There's there there's a spin cycle. There's three spin cycles happening from Dame, Portland, and Miami right now. I saw a report that he would only report to camp for Portland and Miami. So like, why would he go to Portland? But not he would go to Portland's camp, but not the Bucks or the Lakers. Sorry, LeBron. It, it was Portland or Miami or bust for me. Come on. Can't handle it. Sorry, Giannis. You know? He can't handle the pressure of playing in a major market like Milwaukee. The big market bucks, not built <laughs> for everyone. He can't. He can't. It's not for everyone. Yep. But Somebody asked, is, is Dane the best point guard in the league? I said no, but I would say yes if the Bucks got him. 
I'm, I, I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd say he's at worst the third. I'm saying he's at worst the first if the Bucks get him. He's underappreciated. He's more clutch than Steph, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, but he's not on the Bucks yet. So yeah, so I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, but I would say that. Okay, so what are you saying now? He's fine. I'd say he's at worst top three. Um, Steph's one. Steph's one. Yeah, I think top three pretty easily. I mean, he played last year. It was probably like his best year ever. Is it him or? I mean, do you count Luca? This is where it gets... I was going to say, do we count Luca? I just put him. Count... I'll put him over Luca right now. Okay, what about SGA? SGA might be better this year. So yeah, top three is might good. have been better last year too. Yeah, he might have. It's more more well rounded. Dame's a better pure scorer. That's why it's top three, top four. Yeah, but again, if you want that top one, no one's caping for you right now, Dame. <laughs> no one. No one, not even Portland fans. I, I I maintain what I said. You look at Bobby Portis's merch lines; those albums are doing better numbers if you play in Milwaukee. I'm just yeah, saying the, the Milwaukee the Milwaukee music scenes on the up and up. So you gotta you gotta get you gotta get in the ground floor. Ooh, Dame Ishtar collab mixtape. Let's go. <laughs> That's what he needs. That's why he needs to consider <laughs> it's Milwaukee. It's the missing piece. <laughs> you could have Pitbull. You could have Ishtar. Think about it. Think about it. That's a that's a tough conversation. Anyway, you know, I see, I've I've seen I've seen Ishtar parked around around the city because that's his. It's just literally his license plate is Ishtar. He should have. This is why. This is why Ishtar is not triple platinum yet. Why would not make it Ishkar? Oh, see, that's like, that's incredible, and that took you five seconds. That's what I'm saying. Ishtar, hire me, brand consultant. Ish dar in my ish car going to the ish bar. Let's open Ooh. a bar restaurant too. I was about to say what car it was, but that feels wrong. No, yeah, don't do that. Don't, yeah. don't. I mean, it, he is calling attention to himself with the vanity plate, but that, that's okay. People will see it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, Dame traded Drew, Marjan, all the picks probably, um, plus whatever Drew gets you, someone else. I think I would do it. Uh, I think I'd the, do it, yeah. It's I mean, hard. I don't think it's easy to do, but. Uh, the only reality where it happens is like this Miami situation where they're like, we're not going to give you the full offer, heat culture, rings on the table for one first round pick and Kyle Lowry. And then no Why other. Well, that started off sounding like you're about to do a Trump impression. I was going to do a nerd voice, actually. And I was like, oh, they're not really nerds. They're kind of the opposite. Um, I, I think the, the heat are like just like, you know, BSing Portland and then. I don't know how many other teams are. I mean, if the Raptors are involved, you know, Masai is like, we actually need the picks in the trade, not the other way around. You're going to send us Damon picks. We're going to send you Scotty Barnes and Celery. Uh, so I, I think that's the, the situation, which is not impossible that the Bucks are like the only team that's like, hey, here's everything we've got. If you want it, let's do the deal. And Joe Cronin's like, I'm so sick of this. Fine. Like, sure. But I think that third team is probably the difficult part. Yeah, it's just going to be about wrangling up whatever else you can, and it's just it, it's it's doable, but it's difficult. And is it worth it? I'd say so. We just said he's at worst top three, four point guard in the league. Yeah, it's I mean clearly the best offensive player Giannis would ever have played with. I think it's all more likely after the Giannis comments went super viral. Yeah, um, Drew was worth two first and two swaps last time, so. And a, and a pick in the a current draft, which, by the way, I don't know if you saw I posted this. They will have the exact same first-round pick package this coming summer. 
that they had when they got Drew Holiday and better players to send with. Yep. Just saying, everyone, oh, what are you going to get with that? I mean, a player who won you a title like two years ago. It's not bad. I'll take one not of those bad. again. Yeah. Always send for one of those. Um, okay, so let's talk about the, someone who's a little more interesting here. Buddy. Uh, buddy. Our healed. buddy. Our buddy, Buddy Healed. It sounds like a Wheel of Fortune before and after. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know you were grinding Wheel of Fortune tape like that. <laughs> See, I would always watch Jeopardy. And then Wheel of Fortune was always right after. So, I'm glad we agree Jeopardy is the goat of those two shows, and then oh, Wheel absolutely. of Fortune is just absolutely, on. absolutely. Um, Wheel of Fortune is probably one I'd succeed more at if I were to be a contestant on either show. I think Jeopardy uh, is almost luck because it's like, what are the cat? I mean, they they had a. I saw once they did a Pokemon category, and to someone like me who plays a lot, they were all remedial questions. So, it, like, it's really so category-based, regardless. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, those contestants have to know everything. Yeah, they do. I know. They're so Ken like, Jennings. Have, have you ever seen the – yeah, Ken Jennings. Like, uh, there's some other people. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But, like, it, it, the Wheel of Fortune – you get your sports thing. I'm yeah, it's fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> can't argue. You uh, – like, have you ever seen the De- – oh, we, we've you, I know you've seen it because I've watched it with you. The, like, the Jesus and Mero, like, college Wheel of Fortune episode. Oh, that was so <laughs> bad, yeah. It's like, what were they getting wrong? They, you they, first of all, they, mis- they mispronounced Achilles, so they oh. got the, the, the question wrong. <laughs> uh, and the, one of the things was on-the-spot decision, and the guy guessed on-the-spot dice spin. And it's like <laughs> – what are you doing? <laughs> it like, I, know it's, I know it's I know it's the college episode, but it's like it it's like I can succeed way more on Wheel of Fortune than I could Jeopardy. I tried out for Family Feud twice. I did pretty well individually. Really? Yeah, but my family let me down. It's such a team based game and you have to be so energetic. My dad was not bring I know he's listening. Tim, you did not bring enough energy, excuse me, to our family feud tryout. Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's fun. why I, I I'm not a good Family Feud player. I'm too intense, though. I had to force it and fake it. Good answer. Good answer in my head. Terrible answer. No one's gonna say that. <laughs> you ever you ever watch those like terrible Family Feud answers? They're oh yeah, funniest videos. Man. Oh yeah. Now Steve Harvey's self aware. Now I saw him go. You know that's on YouTube, right? After a lady said Atlanta for state names that women have as their first names. Oh. And number one was Georgia. She was so close. <laughs> I think one of them was like, uh, name a country or whatever. Someone said France and then uh, someone said Paris. And it's yeah. like, okay. Okay. What's what's a word that comes after pork, cupine? Like, <laughs> just 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 whatever. The, the American geography memes are never going to go away. No, they will never. But you know what else will never go away? My buddy healed trade room. Buddy oh, healed oh, as, the, oh, oh. as the starting shooting guard of the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> That's clipped. That's clipped. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so buddy healed is uh, as as we talked about requested a trade. Uh, our buddy Alex Golden pointed out as soon as he changed his jersey number, knew something was off. Different guy now. Different guy. Um, but yeah, Buddy Heald is someone that I've actually talked about in this pod before. As like, oh, the Bucks should go after him as a trade target. He's on a nineteen point two million dollar expiring contract this year with the Indiana Pacers. Obviously, wanted a contract extension. Didn't quite get the number he wanted, so now he's requested a trade. 
is he actually going to get traded? Are they going to hammer something out? Who knows? But Buddy Heald would slot in pretty perfectly on the Bucks top. Yeah, I think the reason ultimately I say yes, even though it would cost two rotation players in any circumstance, basically, is I think it gives you your best five-man lineup in the Giannis era, and I think it's really hard to say no to that. So Drew, Buddy, Chris, Giannis, Brooke, I think it's just like an absolute terror. I think the Bucs have never had an auxiliary shooter who's also this good of an offensive player. You know, Buddy last year, just under 17 points a game, shot 42% from deep, 51% from two, also added five rebounds and almost three assists. So consistently one of the best shooters in the league. Yeah. I mean, a decent rebounder too. I don't think that's anything to overlook given, I mean, he's uh, not since his second year has averaged under like four and a half boards a game. Which, I mean, what like what are we looking at for Grayson here? I know Buddy – actually, I don't even know if he plays more, to be honest. But, like, even a better rebounding could be nice. I mean, we've had some of those games where the Bucks didn't – Grayson's never hit four um, to compare in 27 minutes per game. And Buddy played 31 last year, so a bit more. But still, good rebounder, just a, a volume scorer. I mean, since his 2018-19 season, his second full year with the Kings – 20, 19, 16, 15, and then almost 17 points per game. So just more offensive punch than we've seen. And I think in this era of the Bucks, where we kind of went from depth to consolidating that depth, this is another move that says, you know, hey, let's have a really great seven-man core versus nine guys where who knows if four of them you'll be able to rely on at all in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. And it's like this this trade is almost the perfect consolidation trade in terms of you you can't get much better, like much more of a clear upgrade at a position than you would with Buddy Heald. Like I love Grayson, don't get me wrong. But like Buddy Heald is just he for he provides a dynamism on offense that we just haven't seen from that starting two spot. And especially if you're go- like assuming they're going in with uh Drew Holiday as their starting point guard. And no Damian Lillard trade materializes. Um, you you need that offensive backcourt punch. You really do. You need someone who can who can get some shots off, get their own shot, do whatever needs to be done. And by the way, has like actual shooting gravity. Like Buddy Hield is one of those guys in the league who has like actual like he's never going to be. He's not Steph or anything. He's not Steph. He's not Clay. But he has actual shooting gravity. Uh, he's like in a lot of metrics, he's the closest to Steph in terms of like threes taken and made. It's ridiculous. Like I said, consistently one of the best shooters. The one, the one thing is that we've never seen it in the playoffs, ever. Yeah, like he literally has not played a minute in the postseason. So that's uh, like that's like one area where you. It's like, ooh, if I had to be trepidatious about something, yeah, it's there. Um, do you know how many games Grayson Allen missed last year? Missed? Yeah, in the regular season. Yeah, I don't know, like fifteen, ten. Do you know how many Buddy Hield is missing his career? It's like it's something. It's like twenty or something. Six. Wait, that that's ridiculous. Six. He never misses games. And and check double check me on this while I talk because I don't trust myself. But eighty two is rookie year. Eighty his sophomore year. Eighty two. Seventy two in a seventy two game year. Seventy one in a seventy two game year. Eighty one. Eighty. Like he's missed wow. max two games a season. 
He's incredibly durable. He's about 30 years old now. I think he turns 31 this year. Or did he just turn 31? He turns 31 in December. So, you know, not not a super young player, but more on the Giannis timeline-ish. He's over 30, but just barely. Certainly still seems like he's playing some of his best basketball right now. And with the way he shoots, you would project him to be able to play well for the next few years at least. And I think that durability matters on a Bucks team that is just so often without core players. I mean, Buddy wouldn't be one of their best four guys, you would hope, quite yet. But still, having a starter who's that durable and who's that... I mean, just like any lineup can benefit from Buddy Heald on the floor offensively, right? Like, it's going to help everyone's life on that end. Of course, defensively, he's not an, an ace player by any means. It's It weakens your point of attack defense. But probably not that significantly. I guess yeah, it's not it like he's he's still a big dude. Like yeah. I say like he not big like he's six four, but like he's he's like a strong dude. Yeah. But it's like he's still he's he's not the best screen navigator. He's he's not the he's never been the best defensive player. No. Ever. But Is that's he better why... than like Malik Beasley projects to be? Probably. Yes. I forgot you'd have Malik too. That'd be a lot of shooting. I always I keep forgetting that the Bucks have Malik Beasley. Yeah, such a good. I saw somebody when the Sixers got Kelly Oubre right after we did the pod. Where I said they need some young wings. First of all, I was three quarters joking. Hey, that, about, that means that means Dame's not going to Miami because he was waiting on he was waiting on Dame to go to Miami to sign there. Same with him and Christian Wood. Oh, is that was that? I didn't even. No. I, I've been off X more, thankfully. <laughs> I would, I can't I can't sidetrack us again. Um, first off, Kelly Oubre plays no defense and never passes, so it, it is. I'm not I'm not concerned He's about the that perfect signing. Sixer. Yes, I, they're gonna love him. And somebody replied to my quote tweet about that, saying Horst could never pull off a move like this. My brother in Christ, he signed Malik Beasley like two months ago. <laughs> Did you literally forget? Like, what are you talking about? I mean, I mean, he, Kelly Oubre literally happened. A- Kelly Oubre is a better player than at what scoring. Is he? Yeah. Who has Kelly a higher? Who has a who has a be, who has a, a higher season average? Top season all time. I don't think Kelly does. What do you mean? Like in terms of scoring? Scoring per game. He just put up twenty a game. Oh, okay. I mean, Malik had a what? What's Malik's high? Is around twenty. Oh, that Timberwolves season. Um, he, he topped out at nine, uh, 20.7 actually. There we go. No, 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 no. That was just for the Wolves. The entire season was 19.6. Okay. So he's a whopping 0.7 behind Kelly Oubre's inspiring was, was, Charlotte offer season. That was three, three years ago though. That resulted in them not offering him any contract. He also shot 39 point or 31.9% from deep last season. Career 33% three-point shooter. Uh, I he's he's good at scoring if your team doesn't need to win any games. And I mean we could say the same about Malik Beasley a bit. A bit. I mean that Jazz team was good. The Lakers ended up benching him because he didn't shoot well. I don't think Kelly Oubre is a dramatically better signing. I think Malik Beasley will help the Bucks more than Oubre will help the Sixers this year. Yeah, because Oubre is going to fight Nick Nurse. Those two are not going to get. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Um, Buddy Hill. I, I am low on Ubre, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he'd be a, a really fun addition. I'm all for it. 
Yeah, I mean, like you, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to get it done. You have to do Grace and Bobby and probably Chris Livingston. Why? Well, I was assuming my my thought was Grace and Bobby in a couple, uh, one or two seconds. I'd say I, I think you have to do Chris because of salary, because the Bucks are over the second apron. Yeah, but Bobby and Grayson is twenty million. Is it? Am I yeah. tripping right now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can do those two and get it done. Vet minimums don't. They change oh. that rule anyway. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's Bob, it'd be Bobby and Grayson. Bobby They'd Grayson. Love Grayson in Indiana. They would. Bobby Grayson. You got that that clean. Here's the. I, I think. I think this might do it. I think Bobby and Grayson helped there. They almost have too much big man depth now, but whatever. They'll figure that out. That clean Portland 24 second. It's a nice little asset right now. It is. It's a it's, real it's, nice little basically, asset. It's, it's almost a first round pick. It is. Although, like, you know, can you get it done with future seconds instead? Maybe. You have a couple, like, 20, 30 seconds. Can you have you, your 20, can you 27. Portland their own second back? In a tame trade? I mean, they probably would want it. It's not a bad asset. I mean, add that to the pile of if they do kind of wait to make a big move until the draft. I mean, you're probably talking two top 35 picks at worst, plus two future first, plus two future first swaps, plus young players potentially, plus Bobby or Pat. Grayson's expiring now, so probably not him. But it, it'll be a fun little offer. It is a fun offer for sure. But I think the Bucks have the assets to get it done. It's just like, are they going to I would not include to- a first. No, 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 no. Not with Bobby and Grayson. Not not including Bobby and Grayson. And it's like if you make that trade, what's your what's your bench forward depth look? That's 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 the issue. You're really relying on Boss Man. Keep forgetting about Boss Man. Yeah, you can't forget Boss Man. Ty Ty said we should bring him on. I I gladly. I tried when he followed me, and then he just unfollowed me. (laughs) And that account that tracks who NBA players follow had a fun time with it. I didn't. I was hoping to get Bossman on the pod. Maybe we still can't. Bossman, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry uh, for the things I've said. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm I'm not. not. I'm not sorry for the things I've I've been. I've been pretty pro-Bossman. I think he should come on the pod, to be honest. I would put everything on the screen in all caps. (laughs) It's only right. Well, on the the bottom, it doesn't even say Jay Crowder. It just says boss. Man. It would say boss man. Why would it not say boss? Of course, it would say boss man. I love, I love that Ty Ty called him boss man. Oh, well, I think did did he say it first or did we say? No, it first? no, we said it first. Yeah. We said it first. But he, he echoed it, which was hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't. I could never call him Jay. I think I'd say, "Hey, boss man, how's it going?" It's too good of a moniker. I think he'd only respond to boss man. I would hope so. But you'd be relying a lot on Boston in that situation. The funny, he seems like such a polite, soft-spoken person in most interviews. It's so funny versus oh, yeah. the, the Twitter all caps. Um, so, yeah, your, your rotation would be starting lineup, great, no notes. Drew, Buddy, Chris, Giannis, Brooke. Your bench, your bench then, Pat, okay. We'll take Pat as a sixth man. Could start in some constructs too. Malik uh, Beasley. Malik Beasley, boss man Marjan. Robin Lopez. As uh, that's that part hasn't changed. I mean, I guess Bobby's kind of a backup center. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby is better as a backup center than a starting center. Bobby survives as a backup center. Yes, yes. He I does not survive as a starting center. Yes. And he, if if there is an option to play him with Brooker Giannis, you take that. Is it almost too much shooting specialists on the roster? AJ Green's in your it, top ten too. Then 
it, it does. That's that's why I feel like a consolidation trade is almost needed. But it's like, but you can't trade a lot of these guys right now. Exactly, and they're just like, like minimums. Exactly. So it's like, and and if you're trading for another guy who is a shooting specialist in in Buddy Heald, it's like, would I rather it be like a point guard who's available? Yeah, absolutely. If that player exists, sure. Exactly. Um, but that 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 just hasn't materialized. Yeah. You take what you can get. You take talent when you can get it. And like I said up top when we started talking about this, Buddy Heald is a seamless fit in the starting five. Seamless. Yeah. I would do it. I'd do it. Just not – don't throw in a first. Don't throw in Marjon. Yeah. Agreed. I think uh, I think I, I would do it because you're not giving up any defensive specialists to get him. So if anything, the roster is just already a little offensive heavy. Like Grayson and Bobby – I mean Bobby's – both players have improved defensively. But it's not like either one of those are guys you look at and go, that's one I of our Grayson stoppers. Grayson had a fine defending season. A fine defending season. If your defense is busted because you swap out Grayson for Buddy Heald, your defense was busted anyway. Yeah. So, and obviously they have Giannis, they have Drew, they have Brooke. Like they can cover some of these some of these spots. And we'll see like what Marjan does. We'll see does Andre Jackson get in the rotation at all? It would pave the way to more young guy minutes. Like I said, I think at that point, assuming Robin isn't going to play all the time, you know, I think some of these young guys are playing more. Is Drew Timmy getting like a two way in this situation? Oh yeah. No, <laughs> I, I will believe play in center. Yes, uh, I will believe the Drew Timmy hype when I actually get to see him. I will say, but... here's an eye raiser from the Bano interview. I asked about the three two way point guards and how he could coach him up because he was a point guard, and he goes, "Those spots unfortunately can change quickly." I was like, "Oh, mm. okay." Oh. I mean, he's had G League experience. No, no indicators talking about these specific players. I was like, oh, it's an interesting it's an first interesting thing to say yeah. to that question. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting tidbit there. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's mm. saying, like, watch out for some news. If it happens next week, I, I am going to feel like I, that we had a little, little inside insider info there. Yeah. We should have a segment where we have, like, so some insider information but it's like if it if it's true you have to credit like i listen to this one podcast where it's like they they if ever they get like insider information they call it their hot scoop or shot of poop segment and they always make it it's like if it ends up being true you have to reference the segment nice so we should do something like that yeah we'll workshop it we'll workshop we'll workshop. We'll, we'll get back in the lab it is the off season so yeah it is but Right. Yeah, Buddy Heald, I think, is just to, to put a cap on it. I think we're both pro-Buddy Heald. Just don't give up too many assets. Yeah. I, if, I you think... get, if you end up getting outbid by some teams who wants to throw in a first, be my guess. Yeah. The playoffs point is a really good one because we have seen I mean, some. Yeah, that's that's not to say that he won't perform well in the playoffs, but we have seen some players that have dropped off in the playoffs. Especially and ones who rely on shooting. And there, yeah, exactly, and there's no telling whether Buddy's going to be that or not because it would be his first time. Yeah, I want to believe though. Believe in Buddy. Also, Kevin okay, Pritchard so- said he loves him. He brings so much like light and levity to practice. I think you can always use more guys like that too. You get to you get to uh, raise another flag in the practice facility. Oh no, the, it was OKC who was Seven Nation, not the Bucks. I was going to say, does he get them to the Seven Nations? No. No, you get the Bahamian flag in there. Yeah. That's a cool one. He's done some really good stuff for the Bahamas. Also, like 
and and this is not a knock on any one of the bucks. I'm just saying about Buddy. Like Buddy seems like just a fantastic dude. Yeah. You you want and like you were saying about Kevin Pritchard's comments, like you you want guys like that. Hundred percent agree. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Should we get to the some over-under size? Let's we, do it. We've done we've done a lot of waffling. We have. We're we're big waffling. It's gonna guys. be a long podcast. It is, it is. People like that though. People do. As long as I it's mean, not I'll totally outdated. Yeah, as long, if I see a podcast and it's like, oh, it's like less than an hour, I almost get a little like, like, ugh. Yeah, you, you, you want to dive I'm, in, sink your teeth into it a little bit. Yeah, and it's like, and it'll last me like multiple car rides. Yeah, that's always awesome. Because I, I always listen to pods when I'm driving. Shout out to everyone who's just like driving, they see a new Eurostep and they're like, ooh, want to put that, like appreciate that's you guys. A, yeah, yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah. We appreciate everyone who listens. Yeah, in any, um, any circumstance. I, I think we do a great doing the dishes podcast as well, but mm. leave that up to the people. You're not a dishwasher decide. person? Not, not currently. Mm. Didn't didn't have one in the house, and now it's like it's you know, you gotta reposition the kitchen. It's a whole it's a whole thing. If mm. I had a dishwasher, I'd be a dishwasher person. Okay, that's fair. You can't dishwash everything. Anyway, I could talk about dishwashing all day. The Atlanta Hawks. The first by alphabet, team in the southeast, a team I have a lot of trouble with cognitive dissonance because I just always assume they're going to be right around 500 because that's what they've done for a while now. They mostly added rookies, but a couple old guys, Patty Mills and our guy Wes Matthews. Of course, they salute salute to Wes Matthews, man. Uh, I wish a better team had given him a shot, but I wish he would have gotten a chance at a ring. Yeah, this is probably this his is last not it, around. and this is not the team for that. Maybe he'll get like, traded. Honestly, if he would have signed with like, I would have hate. Like, I wouldn't have. It wouldn't be my first choice. If he signed with the Celtics, or the Warriors, or the Lakers, usually I'd be upset about that. Not with Wes. You know, I mean, it would have been beautiful. I think Denver has a pretty good shot. I think he actually could help them. Denver, Denver would have been really good. Been good. Like, I, I would like Wes Matthews is the guy I would not be upset about leaving the Bucks and ring chasing, even though I got upset the first time he did it. Yeah, I didn't get I mean, I, I saw why because of what happened this time. I think it was clear they wanted to get a lot younger. So I don't think anyone could be mad. 
I think he would have been a great nugget. I think they could use what he provides too. But oh well, uh, they Either lost. Be like a little bit of a uh, Jamichael Green replacement ish. Yeah, not Jamichael Green. Who am I thinking? Jamichael Green was on the Warriors. Jeff Green. Jeff Green's still there. Oh, Jeff Green. Yeah, Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Yeah, Jeff Green got a bag in yeah. Houston. Apparently, Aaron Holiday signed with Houston. Sure. That's what it says on the sheet. Hopefully, that's correct. Also, they gave away John Collins for a bag of chips. Their over-under is 42.5, so Vegas agrees with me that Atlanta is always going to be right around 500. I'm this, smashing the under. This has been interesting because it's like a an NBA, like Zach Lowe is like kind of high on the, the Hawks, like... I don't know why. Zach Lowe's been on, high on the Hawks. But like he he has like I I I really enjoy Zach Lowe's analysis. I plug Zach Lowe every day. I listened to that the other day. Our clip of you saying that it's so funny. Yeah, our clip of me saying that. No, of you of you calling me out for saying that. Okay. Sorry. I like, no, I said it. Here. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I'm not, not trying to deflect this one. I I certainly did say that. Um, I, I I really appreciate Zach. Like he's one of the best minds. He has some teams where he's just like he can't quit those teams for whatever reason. It's the Sixers, the Sixers, the, the Raptors, the Hawks. Yeah, and I, I will never understand the Hawks because and the like, Nuggets, which he won on. Yes, the Nuggets is understandable. Uh, the Hawks, I'm hitting the under. They didn't improve this season. They didn't. They got no. worse. Yeah, I, like I think the, like year two of Dejounte and Trey, I do not expect to go any better than year one of Dejounte and Trey. The optimist take is that Quinn Snyder's full season, cool. The young guys like Jalen Johnson and maybe Okongwu, who I think is actually a little overrated now, are getting it. I think Okongwu is good. I don't think he's like future star. Like I don't even like, know if he's going to be a, a good starter because he's just short. Yeah, he's a he's like a six nine center. Yeah. There's only Bismack. so much you can do. Bismack. I or, love Bismack. I mean, it's also, it's also Clint Capella. It's true. Bam is kind of short, too. You yeah, know Bam how I feel too. about Bam. <laughs> He's a mid-range assassin. He is. He's a sniper. Um, God, what did I they get? They went 500 teams? last year. Of course they did. Yeah, I don't think they, they were 500. ever. I don't think they were ever more than two games away from 500 last year. No, that was like the the big streak. Or yeah, whatever it was going. I'm going to take so, the under two by half a game or a game they, and a half. They just they they didn't improve. They got they got actively worse. I don't like when your young star is low key sort of in trade talks the summer before. I don't think that ends well. Also, like despite the playoff run where he was pretty good. Is Trey Young a player who's going to get you a lot of games in an 82 game season or a lot of wins? Because the defense, probably not. It helps like he's literally, like it doesn't help, I should say, that he's literally one of the worst defenders ever. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like ever. Like obviously he's the bottom of the league every year, but just in terms of like actual NBA history. And just uh, takes a lot of threes, doesn't doesn't always make them all. Yeah, he had a down shooting year. Maybe he's he's set for an up shooting year because we know he has that talent. Yeah, maybe this is a Trey Trey Young fu year. I don't think a Trey Young is fu it, year gets gets you where you need to be though. I mean, that would probably get the over, but the is it is it going to be a Trey Young fu year to the rest of the league or to the Hawks? Might be to the Hawks. That's that's the problem. Future Laker. He only has one year above thirty six percent from three, actually. Yeah, but the volume's ridiculous. The volume's ridiculous, but I mean, at a certain point, it's like that's cool. Like, uh, take seven a game and make thirty five percent. That's not really all that good. 
He takes some bad ones. I'll, I'll take the under too. Okay. Do you still would you All want right. the Bucks to trade for him or no? Depends on the price. I think I'm I getting. To, cap, I'm getting, I'm getting toward just no. Answer. I'm getting toward just no. I've said you yes would, before. You would, also, you would you would also be the best offensive player that Giannis has ever played with. How many times would you shoot a three while Giannis is open in the post? I'd hope not a lot. I'd hope so, but also it's like we've seen Drew to do that. We've seen Drew freaking Holiday do it, and he's not as offensive yeah, a player as Trey. Let it fly, baby. Yeah, Dame does it. I'm more okay. It's Dame is Dame. That's a different story. That's the thing. That's the thing, though. It's like if you're okay with one player doing it, who has like a similar who's better. No, who's, has a much higher chance of percentage wise, way different chance of making it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's we are ignoring that Dame is one of the best shooters ever. Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's no, that's, shoot, that's whatever you want, buddy. I, I, I'm walking. I'm walking that back immediately. <laughs> yeah, even buddy, buddy wants to shoot some. Go right ahead. The volume and percentages are different. That's why you know it's cool that like trade. People say this about Luca too. Like, oh, the degree of difficulty. That's fine. Dame, Steph, Buddy are making forty plus percent of their eight plus threes per game. Like, buddies are easier than the other guys, of course, but. Like it, I don't give you that many extra points for like, oh, it's hard. So that's why it's bad. It's still not a good shot. Anyway, Charlotte Hornets, speaking of not good. They're just up a, next. Just, sorry, Andrew. But uh, we're everyone tweeted Andrew Snyder at AC Snyder. Tell him just dump him. Be a Bucks fan. Yeah, Everyone he tweeted Andrew. Andrew, if you, you, I know you're listening to this. I love you, Andrew. Uh, just just do it. Just cut, just cut bait. Because it's like they're – like I, they're not a Jordan-owned franchise anymore. But no, the the ripple effects of whoever the new owners are, I can't remember their names. I are, can't either. Strangely, it's Charlotte. It's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah. the team, not the city. Let me be clear. Uh, again, I'm saying that because Andrews. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the team, not the city. Uh, it's just it's bad. It's. Big offseason acquisitions to feel good about. Miles Bridges and Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller you feel better about. Yeah, for sure. It's a low bar, though. Yeah. The bar is the floor. Like, Miles Bridges should be in prison. Uh, Brandon Miller was just like a light, alleged. I'm just going to cut it off there. We all know. Yeah. we Just look it up. It's light by Hornet standards. Kai Jones is doing wild shit on Instagram. Yeah. Calling out teammates by name, saying he's better than them. Sorry, it's explosive thought. Yeah, it is now. That's fun. They swapped out Dennis Smith Jr. for Frank Nilakina, which just feels like something NBA Twitter would do for no real reason, or especially yeah, like draft it, Twitter. Yeah. Draft Twitter would because they can't they can't realize they were wrong about Frank or uh, Dennis. Dennis is. Good. That's what I mean. The other way. Oh, the other way or the other. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were like I thought you were saying initially because I was like DSJ was like a top ten pick. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, don't, I think, I think the draft Twitter intelligentsia was probably a little lower on him because he's American, and that's typically how it goes. They also lost Svi Mahailuk to the Celtics and Kelly Oubre now to the Sixers. Dennis Smith Jr. to the Nets. They add Miles Bridges, which, like, I, I don't know if that's really an they add. add. Add back because yeah. he didn't play last year. Uh, because Nil- again, he should be in prison. Nilakina, Brandon Miller, and a couple of rookies. Amari Bailey. The, thing, the the line is 31 and a half. It's pretty low. Um, like, I, do you, I read, do you, like you, you also have to understand that last season, LaMelo missed a lot of time. And I read the year before that when he was really good, he played something like 98% of his minutes with Miles Bridges. So I do think that 
that combination could work. Yeah, I mean, the lob threat with LaMelo makes a lot of sense. I am going under. Here's my cross-sport reasoning. I think we're finally getting like some sports karma in the world. Deshaun Jackson just sucks now after Watson. taking a year. Uh, yeah, sorry, Watson. Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Jackson All-time like great. All-time great. <laughs> yeah. Deshaun Watson just sucks now after the year off for crime. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's great. it wasn't even an injury. It's just like, yeah, he's just bad. He just doesn't look good. They have a really good team, and he's totally letting them down. Uh, I think it's great, personally. It's Every time I've I see never, him. I've never, like, I was watching, what was it, Steelers, Cleveland? Yes. Uh, he was I've bad. Never, I've never rooted like against someone more in yeah. my life when watching a sporting event. Oh, oh. Like I was every time uh Pittsburgh did something, I was like all up like let's go and it's not like oh yeah, TJ Watt, Wisconsin guys doing good stuff. It's like nope, I just want to see Deshaun Watson fail. Oh, we got a hurt breaking news herd trade. Oh. oh. Three-way deal. Rob Edwards goes to Rob Edwards goes to Cleveland. The herd get a first-round pick in 2024 G League draft. They're reshaping the roster. They also dealt Jonte Porter, who got an Exhibit 10 with the uh, Pistons organization, for uh, two players, one of whom I think they also traded for a future pick. So the herd are wheeling and dealing, getting ready for a new season with a new coach. Be interesting to see who they bring in. New coach, new GM? Yep. It's all uh, it's uh, it's all up there. Ty, you'll have it covered. I'll be up there sometime. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to get you back up there. The Hornets. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I am manifesting – a, a Deshaun Watson career now for Miles Bridges because both guys can eat shit. So under. Yeah. I want to say, like, I really, I'm going to say under just because of my morals. I yeah. don't really believe in it, though. I believe uh, in it. LaMelo is super injury 30, prone. 31, like, he played what? He played 36 games last year. What'd they win? Um, Not a lot. I mean, they, here's a way to do this. How many teams in the they East? They won 20, 27 games. How many teams in the East are for sure worse than them versus better That's than them? That's fair. I think the Wizards. No, I don't know if the Wizards are. That So the that Wiz- tells you all you need to hear. No, the Wizards are worse. The Wizards are worse. Probably? I'd say the Wizards are worse. Who's their best player? Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. They still have Kuzma. I'd say, I'd, I'd t- oh, yeah. I'd take LaMelo over either. They, the Wizards probably have better depth. They might have. They, they kind of have a random collection of pretty solid NBA players. DeLon Wright's still there and another point guard still there, right? Monte Morris? Uh, Monte Morris got traded. No, they have the um, the younger one from Denver. No, that was Monte Morris. Did they, they get Tyus Jones? I think they did. Yeah, I think they, they have another one. They got Tyus Jones. They got Tyus Jones. I was like, Monte Morris got traded to the Pistons, I thought. Daniel Gafford's a fine player. They still have some of those young guys that they've drafted. Denny Abdi is a pretty good defender. Corey Kispert. Kispert, a little, little shooter. A little, a sneaky good on 2K franchise, Corey Kispert. Um, I'd still I'd still. We'll get, to the, we'll get to it. We can talk about the Wizards in, in a couple of, couple of teams here. We could just do the Wizards now, also because we just talked True. about them. True. Oh yeah, I have. Why did? It, why was I asking? I have it right in front of me. So they added Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole, Pat Baldwin Jr., Bilal Koulibaly, uh, Gallo, Mike Muscala, um, Eugene Omori. That's a real player. Yeah. Ryan Rollins and Landry Shamit's contract. Of course, lose Bradley Beal, Kristaps Porzingis, Taj Gibson, who just I'm, signed somewhere. He signed he, with back the with the Wizards. Oh, yeah, so never back mind. With the Wizards. Uh, Jordan um, Goodwin and Monty Morris. Yeah. Also, quick aside for everyone talking about Thanasis, by the way, for the discourse. First of all, it hurts. You're hurting me personally yeah, when you do. I that. don't do it just for you. Thank you. I appreciate that because you're a real friend, Ty. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Taj Gibson just re-signed with the Wizards. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is it, the 15th roster spot is either open for a lot of teams or just like, uh, yeah, this guy's got good vibes. It's good energy. Ish Smith. Didn't Ish Smith re-up with the Nuggets? I believe so. Reggie Jackson got a bag from the Nuggets. Well, he, yeah, I, he plays more games. I wouldn't count him in this. Oh, no, they did, like, they did not re-up Ish Smith. Never mind. Oh, whoops. Um, but, yeah. Taj Gibson back with the Wizards. And it's like, come on. I Again, the Wizards, what's their line is 24 and a half. Which I think is, I'm going over. I'm going over. So it's hard. Start, to, it's starting hard the lineup. Starting it's hard to lose that many games. Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole. Let's just say Avdia. It could be Kispert, whatever. Kyle Kuzma, Daniel Gafford. With like Mike Muscala, who's a good NBA player. Gallo's making his comeback. Koulibaly. The, yeah. Koulibaly, I think, is going to struggle year one. Yeah, I don't um, think he's going to be very good right away. But I think, he, I think he's going to be a fine player. I just don't think year one. He, he seems like he has one of those games that isn't going to tra- like, translate right away. In the sense, like, he, he projects to be like a great, great defensive player. Yeah. Um, that doesn't necessarily win you games or win you minutes your rookie year. Still have DeLon Wright, too. Yeah. Johnny Davis is bad, but... Johnny Davis is bad. Pat Baldwin Jr. is bad. Probably. I think that's a fun flyer, though. Pat Baldwin Jr. can't jump. Not everyone needs to jump. Yeah, he's also not seven feet tall. He's 6'9". Like Yao, Ming, Yao Ming didn't need to jump. I think he Brooke could be... Lopez doesn't how need high to jump. is Michael Porter Jr. jumping on an average play? A lot. Have you seen his jumper? No. I think Patrick Baldwin could be like a rotational shooting specialist. How much does Mike Muscala jump? How about that? His teammate. You can learn from him now. That's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I think maybe they win 25 games. What did they win last year? They won they all they won 35 games last year with but Beal and and Porzingis, Porzingis. But, but the thing is only three teams did worse than 24 games last year also Beal only played 50 last year and Porzingis's healthiest season ever was 65 games so it's not like those guys played 82 Celtic savior Christoph Porzingis i mean they gave um, up to end the year Kuzma stopped playing as well yeah i think Kuzma's good i think Kuzma's legit good i think yeah. Jordan Poole is going to lead the league in scoring I think uh, they probably trade some guys, but like I'd go over. I, I think it's just hard. They, they, I don't think they're going to run out of real players. Like every trade, they're going to take back something. I'll take in the over as well. Yeah, I'm taking the over. This and is just like, generally a good strategy, by the way, to go over on the really low ones and under on the super high ones because that's generally how it goes. For sure. Um, Orlando. Let's talk about Orlando. Let's do Orlando. So really, a quiet summer. They added our guy Joe Ingles. Not really our guy anymore. Definitely not your guy. Definitely not. I, I appreciate Joe Ingles as a human being. Yes. Very much respected. One of the best guys. Have fun in Orlando. They, they lost the uh, menace of the Oak Creek Meyer, Admiral Schofield, as well as Bull Bull. It's not actually good. Michael Carter-Williams and Jay Scrub. And then they drafted Anthony Black and Jet Howard. I'm t- they're over is thirty or over under thirty six and a half. They do have a really good core. I'm punching over on that. I'm, I'm hitting the I'm over. They were five hundred for like be, half of last season. I think they're going to be. They're going to shock a lot of teams this year. I think they might make. I think a play play. I think in they're a play in team. I think they're a play yeah. in team. I think they're a play in team. 
like when you have Franz, you have Paolo. Like that's a really Franz, good. obviously that's really good. That's like how many young duos are better than that in the league? Not many. I was gonna say that's why I like I like them over Charlotte because and their numbers higher. But like I take that over Lamelo Miles t- Bridges. Abs every day of the or week. Brandon Miller if you want to sub him in. Like I think Lamelo projects to be a better player than. Actually, I don't know. No, I it, rank rank who you'd rather have on your team going forward. Lamelo, Franz, Paolo. It's not. I think I'd go, I think I'd go Franz, Lamelo, Paolo. Oh wow! Or I'm I might do, even. I, might I even would do go, Paolo first. I'm not. I mean, like the thing is, that's why I said I think Paolo projects to be the best out of yes. all of those guys. Yes. You get better production right now with Franz. Yeah, it's getting close though. It is getting close. Paolo was looking like a, a young Bosch or something he, out there he, in the World Cup. That defense, I I was I was shook. I just he trailed off it last he regular did. season. Yeah, which is rookie, why it was rookie like, wall, rookie wall. And uh, but you're right, international play like really like opened it like a lot of people up to. Oh yeah, he's by the way he's still that guy. He, he, well, it was the defensive end for me that I was like, man, he's moving so well. He's blocking a bunch like, of shots again. Like it's you're not dealing with NBA athleticism. No, but I mean, he's also it's, coming it's off a of year one. That's fair, but also like it's in FIBA basketball, it's easier to get a lot of those recovery blocks. Yeah, but um, I mean, he could. He doesn't have to play center though. He could. He could. He could do some light Giannis stuff as like a, a roaming help defender and be pretty devastating. I think. That's fair. That's fair. I think, like I said, I agree with you. I think Paolo is going to be the best of all of those guys. Yeah. Right now, I'd take Franz just because that's yeah. guaranteed. Are you saying for this season or for going for forward? For this season. For okay. this season. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. For this season, I'd take Franz. Paolo going forward. Yeah. Uh, Paolo, I think I'd take Lamelo over Paolo for this season. Probably, yeah. The health so thing it, is real. Miles Bridges is last, obviously. Like oh, if yeah, I could no not, if I could not pick him. No, I just said I those three. I don't even care. I I think that's the interesting. No one cares about or Brandon Miller, who's like maybe going to be good someday, but maybe probably maybe not. If if one of I, if they just one have of a, they have a really good core. Here's the thing with Orlando: they have like 15 young point guardish players. If any one of them pops, pops suddenly they're like uh, OKC level. Like oh, they're they're going to be a problem for 10 years. And they might they might mess it fuck it up like OKC did. I remember that I could swear, but I, I think it's it's not as good as like the last OKC. But it's like that level of like oh they have they're really really set. Yeah, it's it's they're one like guy popping. I hope it's faults, man. I really hope it's faults. Yeah, I, I kind of think we know what's like a, there. They played like a five hundred ish team when Markel in the lineup last year. Yeah, I, I more think like. Um, if Suggs was like figured it out, then it's like, oh, okay. If if they're like fault Suggs, is like, can you they start just, them together? Need, maybe they need a shooting point guard. I'm I sorry, know. I want I want Markel in the Bucks, but like, yeah. I want Mark I want Markel to succeed more than maybe anyone in the league. Yeah. Um, when you sur- when you survive the Sixers, you deserve good things. You yes yes you do. Um, yeah, we're both smashing the over there. Yep, and then. Moving over, I think I think we're gonna all agree on all five of these teams. Miami Heat over under forty eight and a half. Under, under. super under. What they win under. last this year? They won forty. I mean, they were they were in the play in. It wasn't that many. Forty four games. Um, I mean, this is all. This is also assuming that they do not have Damian Lillard, which they do not. Yeah. 
if if Dame if Dame went to Miami, I think I'd take the slight over. But we have to operate under the assumption that he hasn't been traded because he hasn't been traded. Yes, and I think the under is still in play. I think the under is still in play. They, because they're, like, they're they depth. Lost, their, their depth already got lost yep. this offseason. And to get Dame, you're going to have to trade more depth. Yeah. Like they they got back uh, – excuse me. They lost Max Struess. They lost uh, Gabe Vincent, two starters for them in the playoffs. One of them was made probably because Tyler Hero got hurt. But yeah. Whatever. Uh, either way, two very, very important rotation players. Um, Omer Yurtsevin doesn't matter. Cody Zeller doesn't matter. I UD mean, those guys matter. gave him some minutes. Not really. Cody yeah. Zeller. Cody Zeller tried. Omer didn't really. No, but regular season maybe. Not not. Cody Cody Zeller was only there because he had to be. Someone has to be. Someone has to be. I think got uh, Thomas Bryan, who probably cancels that, but Thomas Bryan's better than Cody Zeller. I think. <laughs> I don't think it's clear cut. I think. I want to, I'm want. i going to say yes. Okay. Uh, Cody Zeller was an active, active detriment to them in the finals. It was really funny. Well, I, do you think Thomas Bryant is going to do something against the Jokic team? I mean, he has the insider info. <laughs> I think any backup center in the league is going to be an active detriment when you're going up against Nikola Jokic and if he's out there at the same time. You know, that's valid. Um, uh, yeah. He lost heat culture. Yeah, uh, that's a big gone. loss. Big loss in UD. They tried to throw him another parade. He said, not this time. And uh, Oladipo to OKC, which is a sneaky, like... Salary line. dump. They just said, he oh, we're good. salary dump, but it's like... What? Is he even going to play most of this year? I don't know. Because he just he had gets, another thing in the playoffs. If he gets cut, he's signing with the Bucks. To a front office deal, or...? Might be an exhibit ten. I'm giving up um, on I'm giving up on the Ola three to Milwaukee. They had Josh Richardson, who they had to pretend to be excited about because he was a Heat player in one of the worst eras of Heat basketball, and Thomas Bryant and Jaime Jaquez Jr. Who looks good? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he looks like again summer league, but he he looks like he looks like he could be good. And again, he would be gone in a deem deal. Nik uh, Nikola Jovic would likely be gone. Like and then Tyler Lowry, Hero. Lowry, Hero, Duncan, two of those three. Yeah. Duncan had a good playoffs. He did have a – I mean, yeah, he shot 70% from three against the Bucs. Well, I'm he, not upset. The way he, – he was moving really well in later rounds too. Like he was getting 70, to the rim. He was, he was above 70%. Ridiculous. It's because we said something about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm taking the under. Like we're both taking the under. It's yep. like – they got worse. It's an it's another team that got worse in the East, and it's like this like doing this exercise makes me feel a lot better about the Bucks because you you go through and it's like how many teams in the East improved? Mostly just the bad ones. Cleveland the bad is Cleveland's ones. the big. We'll get to Cleveland in next pod. They're a big winner, I think, this summer. Cleveland, you could say you could say the Knicks got better. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, they did beat Cleveland, so that's fair. But yeah, I mean, like the the Celtics. Either stayed or they got a little worse. We'll Philly, see. Philly is imploding, so yep. whatever. Um, and it's like those are the only like top teams in the East. And you don't even want to count Philly, but I, I, yeah, I will. Not anymore. We'll see. But a lot of teams in the East got worse. A lot of teams. You could say the Bucks got worse. But yeah. they also have a massive upside. Yeah. They added talent. 
they got a new coaching staff. Makes Phil, me feel Philly kind of did too, but yeah, I think I don't think there's anyone anywhere who's like Philly, Philly had a better summer. Talent? They added talent. Did they? You, you your guy Kelly Oubre, twenty point per game scorer. Pat Bev. Okay. We did this last week. I mean, I took the over on them. Yeah. But it's not a very high number. Vegas is kind of low on them, I think. Anyway. Yeah, like taking the under sub 50 for them. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you, you add like Mo Bamba, Danny Green, Pat Bev. That's not adding talent. And Kelly Oubre. But like. No, these are guys who were available at those prices for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. Like Malik Beasley's a guy who could have gotten like a partial MLE. You would think so, for sure. We got to get Malik on the pod to figure out what happened there. He's too busy just living at the practice. He is. I'm posting. He, he's, he has a fashion over deal. Does he? Yes. He posts his fits and tags. I don't, I don't follow him on Instagram. Oh, you got to follow Malik Beasley. Dude, he also, he will, he will post, I think, his wife on his story. And it's like pretty adorable how he does it. I think she also may have a deal with, there's like a, maybe it's like a package deal. But yeah, he's a very fashionable guy. Okay, he just let he me just double check. Follow. I have the brand right. No, he does have a fashion. It's okay. in his bio. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, taking the under on the Heat. I mean, like they did deal with a lot of injury issues last year. Maybe like Kyle Lowry missed like the entire season. I don't know if that helps you at this stage. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, let's assume, this is all assuming they don't make a Dame trade. By the way. Is Tyler Hero going to come back and be like, oh, I'll prove it to you guys? Or is it going to be like a trade me anyway type of season for Tyler Hero? I think he'll play pretty well. Um, I mean, he's he's always going to play pretty well. Like, he's a good player. Um, I think he helps them. But, like, again, like, when you lose when you lose depth and you don't really make an effort to gain more depth. Like, Max Struess and Gabe Vincent were elite shooters Yeah, for them. They didn't add any shooters. No. I mean, I guess if you want to throw Jaime Jaquez into the mix right away. Don't think he's that good of a shooter right now, though. Seems like the book on him is more like basketball player. Slasher. Than, yeah. Slasher. The um, other thing with them, and I think it's too early it's still. Not, but but it's, it's like what I'm saying is it's not Josh Richardson. It's not no. Thomas Bryant. No, I mean, no, no. maybe maybe if Jovich gets more of a, like, a rotation role, I could see that. <laughs> I think. I mean, like, like you, you laugh, but it's like he – Dominated. In the I know. Uh, Mamu does too. Ah, yo. I've been caught. Okay. I, I'm just. I, I just want to. Ronda Hollis Jefferson scored forty, and they called him Kobe. Let's. World Cup to is World fa- Cup. I, to be fair, like uh, he he also did say he started modeling his game. I, I was reading. I think it was Brian Windhorst's story on him. Yeah. Uh, I, apologies, but it wasn't. It was. I think it was windy. Um, but it's like, oh, he actually like mod like changed his entire basketball game to emulate what Kobe would be like as a player, and it's like, oh, he actually did it. <laughs> yes, to a degree. To in, in to a degree. In I will FIBA say, he's not, basket yes. against <laughs> Jordan or yeah, for Jordan, say. for Jordan against China, against Just, the U.S. Yeah, Kobe did like to win the games. Um, Most of the time. Jimmy Butler, 34 now. Just a player who can't rely on shooting most of the time, except when he's playing the Bucks. Just like, I don't think we're there yet, but 
we're getting to a point where like how long can he can just like bully? Because that's a lot of his game is just like pure athleticism, and he's not a super springy athlete. Just no, something to keep an strength, eye on. It's like a strength thing. Yeah, I, I, I just it's, think you know what that you know what that reminds me of what? Uh, since we can swear now, uh, it reminds me of that. T- I'm not saying you're emulating this, but it reminds me of the tweet. It's like oh, LeBron. LeBron's thirty. LeBron's thirty now. This fucker he can't go on much longer. Yeah, <laughs> it, it does. I feel like that saying it. Like I said, I don't think this year he like significantly slows down. But it's like father time will catch up with him. I mean, a pl- of that player in his mid thirty. I mean, people are saying Giannis has already passed his peak at twenty nine. It's not true at all, no. but I, I just like to keep that same energy for a smaller guy five years older who also relies a lot on athleticism and physicality. Anyway. Okay. Time for the Southwest? The Dallas Mavericks. 45 and a half wins. Tough for the one. It's, it's, these, these people are very good at their jobs. Yeah. Uh, that's how the house always wins. Exactly. But uh, they have a very, very busy, busy offseason. I really tanking, liked it. After yeah, after tanking to get out of the play-in, um, they uh, they they got their top ten draft pick. They uh, make like a billion trades on draft night. Um, they, you lose Christian Woods. You lose Bertans. You lo- you trade away Reggie Bullock to the Spurs. Justin Holiday signs away. Uh, Frank Nilakina, Nilakina, Theo Pinson gone. In comes your two rookies, Derek Lively, uh, the second, and uh, my guy, Omax. Omax. Omax Prosper. Kind of a sneaky, uh, really good pick for them, it seemed like. A lot of people liked Omax. I'm, I'm always, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be rooting for Omax then. Like uh, a, he's like a kind of a big, useful wing, right? Yeah. And it's like. It's a player they could use that archetype. Exactly. Exactly why. And that's what I think a lot of people are high on this pick for Dallas because of that reason. It's like one, I mean, who couldn't use like big rangy wings? And Dallas was one of those teams that like didn't have any. Their only rangy wing was like Tim Hardaway Jr. Who's a guard. Yeah, it's a bad place to be. Reggie Bullock, as uh, Tim McMahon says it, is probably their next closest. Isn't that not how it's pronounced? I think it is. It's just the way he, he says it extra Texas. Yeah. I could listen to Tim McMahon talk all the time. He should do like audiobooks. He should. I'd listen to like him read Lord of the Rings. He's doing the cat in the hat and like the cat does something bad. He's just like in a very Bond Temps kind of move. I would listen to all of these. I would, I would do That's that. That's a bad <laughs> accent. Sorry, Tim McMahon. This is, this is how you know we're so engrossed yeah. in NBA media. Hey, excuse me. When we're talking about like having an NBA media personality read us audiobooks. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just saying I'm in on these books. Like I would absolutely it would be a good idea. But you you add you add those rookies, you add Grant Williams, who just Huge who Boston pickup. just let them like, hey, you know what? We're not paying. I I, so I take him. This may be my favorite, like f- this and Struce is up there too. One of my favorite, like the team clearly needed that guy and they went and they got him. Yeah, there was a massive, massive need for like a switchable forward like we were talking about. And Grant Williams fits that mold. Like we talked about this last episode where when we were talking about the Celtics and you, you had mentioned a great point about how they had to like bully uh, Joe Missoula into playing Grant Williams in the playoffs. And it's like, oh, this actually helps because he, he kind of fell out of the rotation. He, he massively fell out of the rotation last season and he came back in the playoffs. And it's like Grant Williams is a guy who's like, I don't know, as a player, I feel like he's easy to hate. Because he's like, um, you know, he's he's always going to be that guy who likes takes charges, always defends your uh, favorite team's best player. 
Um, but yeah. it's like also like off the court. He seems like a great dude. We, like, I mean, he, we really wanted to get him a couple of years ago when that rumor was going around about the Celtics and who yeah. were the Bucks trade? Was that Dante? Dante, yeah. It was Dante, and it was like initially Dante for like Dennis Schroeder, and it's like, hey, can you throw in Grant Williams? Yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, you were. I, I'll give you credit. You were there. I wasn't. Uh, Big Grant, yeah, guy. Grant. Yeah, Grant Williams gets there, and it's just like also just like him pointing at like. Uh, what's the biggest like I think he he quote he he tweeted like so it was like a thing where it's like someone said what's the biggest I'm not him moment and yeah. then he quote tweeted with himself saying I'm gonna make them both yeah uh, that's it's just like you love players who are like self-aware like that but he but um, you need guys to bring that fire too and I think it's not bad that he like when he got when he pissed off the the heat like at least it got the team playing for sure for sure he he's always going to be an agitator but not in like a dirty play sort of way no, uh, it's just like so yeah, too cocky, fantastic. but not 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 like he's shooting fifty times. Not not Dylan Brooks style. I was gonna say not Dylan. Brooks. That's the number one guy you're thinking of right now, of course. Yep. Uh, I think Andre Iguodala said on his podcast that uh, Dylan Brooks has to be crazy, otherwise he wouldn't be in the league. Yeah, yeah. I think that's and a lot of not, guys. It is, but it's also really funny that Iggy said he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Grant Williams, great, great addition to the Mavs, who desperately needed that type of player, and you can't get much player, much better of a player at that position than Grant Williams at that price. Yeah, uh, I'll say at that price. Uh, you had Rashawn Holmes after you let Javale McGee go. That was uh, like you, a salary dump where they got the better player. It was crazy. Like Rashawn Holmes can play. Rashawn Holmes can play. I mean, you get him from Sacramento, and it's just like, ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll take that. To, was it they moved up for that? Wasn't that the deal? They moved up in the first and got Rashawn Holmes, or did they move back? I can't remember. No, no, they got the Omax pick. They got the Omax pick for taking him. So they got Omax to take Rashawn Holmes, who is better than the center that they stretched. Yes. That's good business. It is good business. Um, Yeah, Sacramento needed to create some flexibility. To to pay their own player. I mean, it's like sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It wasn't a re-signing. It was a renegotiation. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we can't we can't really say anything. The Bucks wasted a first round pick so they could trade Tony Snell for uh, whoever that was. Who that was, was bad. That? Who was that? Why can't I remember? Wisconsin guy from the Pistons. Oh, um, oh, Luer. What's Luer? John Luer. Yeah, John Luer. John Luer. John Luer. I don't want to think about that ever again. Uh, I just had the Jim Paschke call in my head. Yeah, uh, uh, real ones know what I'm talking about. And it's like, this is a long-winded way of saying I'm taking the over. I am too. Uh, the Dante Exum edition is kind of intriguing. He, Yeah, Dante Exum back in the league after, uh, you know, just unfortunately dealing with injury after injury in his first couple of years in the league. Like, you think he tore his ACL twice or something. Yeah. Um, and then just get is out of the league. He's just played really, really well internationally and has earned his way back. Yeah. And then Seth Curry, who like... You know, we're past the Seth Curry heyday, but when yeah, they tra- he's back back in the Mavericks uniform for the fourteenth time, when they traded him, they drafted a guy who, unfortunately, like his whole career got derailed by off court stuff. I forget the player's name now, but he's pretty much done in the NBA at the moment. They they could use that shooter. I, I, I don't know how much he's going to be able to play with Luca and Kyrie also there, but they could use a little, little more shooting. They don't have to play him every game. And it's like, how how much are you, like, Josh Green looked good last yeah. season, Jaden Hardy looked good. It's like, 
you can also rely on some of these guys to take a step up. Plus, it's year two of Luka and Kyrie together. Maybe they can learn how to share the ball instead of doing... Remember their first game where it came down to clutch time and someone was taking the trying to take the last shot and they just kept passing each other yeah. and no one got a shot off? First of all, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen happen. It was it was like a meme come to life. It was. It was like uh, the... What's that movie? Um, Tropic Thunder moment. No. Uh, oh, was it Tropic... Are you talking about like a, a grenade? No, I'm talking about the the it kept on trying to post up. No, that's like, not Tropic Thunder. That's um, Tropic Thunder's the war movie. Oh, Tropic. Th- oh wait, what's the team then? Isn't the team? It's the Flint movie? Tropics, but the Flint Tropics. the movie is called. Oh my goodness, Tropic Thunder is the thing. Right? What's that movie called? We just can't remember anything. Before. I know. Uh, Flint. Let's look it up. Flint Tropics, semi pro. Semi pro. There's there's so many listeners screaming semi pro this whole time. Yeah, it's it's and all of them are Andrew. Yeah, uh, love you, Andrew. Still, um, yeah, I'm taking the over. Like the talents there, Luca's gonna perpetually be a top MVP favorite. Maybe this year is the year this team doesn't let him down. Maybe not, but yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? I think they could. I mean, I, I I'm always nervous taking the over on a Kyrie team and a J Kid team. Also, yes. So there's certainly a lot who could go wrong. I, I don't think they're going to be like amazing, but I am going to take the over as well. I'm looking for a really funny Zach Lowe quote that I tweeted. Uh, I say this respectfully to both cockroaches and Dwight Powell. Oh. And he was basically saying like they can never get Dwight Powell out of there. They still have Dwight Powell in there. They still have Kleba as well, I believe. So some good players in Dallas. Is Kleba going to be back? Oh, is he is he hurt again? Can he tear his Achilles? Oh, maybe you're right. Last season? Let's see. I swear he tore his Achilles. I don't know. If he did, um, I forgot about it. I think. I guess he didn't finished. play for Germ- Two days ago, Mavs Moneyball, they're going to... Oh, yeah. no, they didn't want him back. He has this beef with Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder apparently, like, because uh, he skipped Eurobasket last summer or something. Yeah. And apparently Dennis Schroeder has apologized, but. I, I think I think Kleba's good. Also, Maxi Kleba's not on the maps anymore. Oh, well, that'll do it. Where is he? Uh, no, wait, he is on the maps. I was going to say, where I can't, I just, he doesn't, he can't play anywhere else. Not like his game. I just can't imagine him on another basketball team. Yeah, I feel like you 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 just double gaslit me on Maxi Kleba. I did. Like, <laughs> don't know, I think he did it last year. He only played thirty seven games last year. It sounds like he's going to be ready, mostly ready here. Anyway, I don't want to talk about the Mavs anymore. We're both at the over. Houston Rockets. Oh, oh so there's a there's a typo. So there's a typo. I, I'm looking. I was trying to find the injury news on Maxi Kleba, and I googled Maxi Kleba, went to news, and I'm scrolling down. It's like, I would like to apologize to Maxi Kleba and his family, Dennis Schroeder, issue statement after blasting Cavs star. So they they put Cavs instead of Max. Oh, oh. And I'm like, wait, when did he get to Cleveland? Now I'm like worried he is our Cav. Is Where he? in the world is Maxi Kleba? The, the curious case of Maxi Kleba. Okay. Houston. 31 and a half. The additions. Fred Van Vliet, Dylan Brooks, Jeff Green, Aaron Holiday, Jock Landale, fun deal, Amen Thompson, Cam Whitmore. I'll tell you who they didn't add, Brooke Lopez. Thank God. 
They lost KJ Martin, Josh Christopher, Usman Garuba, Deshaun Nix, Ty Ty Washington. And Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, not officially yet. They've, they've lost Kevin Has Porter not been Jr. suspended. They haven't traded him yet. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm operating under the assumption they will, that they have. He will not play basketball for them or hopefully anyone this year. He will hopefully be in jail. Yeah. Uh, best wishes to uh, her family. Yes. Her and her family. Uh, 31 and a half is low. Especially when you factor in all the talent they've added. Like, last year was an abject disaster. Also, you have a new coach in Ime Udoka. Yeah, he is going to add some wins. No, I, I don't like him, but they're going to win more than they would have with... He's objectively so, not a good person, but, yeah. like, in a basketball sense, he's probably going to get... He is something. a better basketball coach than Steven Silas. Which is uh, so unfortunate. Like, I, I, yeah, Steven feel Silas, bad for Silas. Steven but. Silas deserved way better, and we... Everyone was screaming this at the time as well when he got hired. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is not the job you're going to take because it's not going to look good for you. And yeah. it didn't. I, I don't I'm think... not saying like he's not he's not like fully like out of the blame on this. Like obviously yeah. you have to take some responsibility. But that roster and that team was a, a abject. Yeah, I, I think ownership is bad too. Um, but yeah, si- Tillman, Silas who would have thought not... that Tillman Fertitta would not run a good ship? Who would have thought? Shut up and listen, Rohan. I was trying. I was in my head. I was trying to think of what the book. That's was called, that's what I'm it's glad, called. I'm glad you got it. I bring this up um, like every day. But you you do add talent. Like Fred Van Vliet is good. Dylan Brooks, like he's a solid NBA. He's a good player. NBA player. He's a good yeah. NBA player. Uh, just needs to tune down his shot selection, and he'll be so much better. Jeff Green, solid vet. Like like in terms of vets, you want to add Jeff Green is going. He's near the top of that list, right? Every year. And uh, he's going to poster someone this year. It's just guaranteed. Happens every year, even though he's like 60 years old. <laughs> uh, Aaron Holiday exists. Uh, Jacques Landale, uh, how much of it was the CP3 and Devin Booker effect? Uh, Fine backup center, though. Yeah, remains to be seen. Amen Thompson has a chance to really break out. Don't like, think it'll be summer. year one. Don't think it'll be year one because it's it's really tough. For like he he's more of like the point guard one of the Thompson twins. Yeah, um, there's really a lot of guards here. Even even removing KPJ from hopefully our lives forever, there's still a lot of guards in Houston. Exactly, and it's like like we talked about with Tai Tai. If you, again, if you haven't listened to that pod, make sure you check it out. We Please. talked about like why why is it why is it difficult for like young point guards to really succeed in the league? Like why does it take a little bit more time? He, he really dives into the, a, a good answer there, uh, a very good answer that, it, it, that neither of us really expected. I'm not, I won't spoil it. Go listen to the episode. Uh, but yeah, Amen Thompson, like he has a chance. Like those, those, both of them are like, could be super, super, super like great NBA players. I, I think Whitmore comes out the gate hot. He looked great at Summer League. He looked, I know they're worried, teams are worried about his medicals, maybe some attitude stuff. I think he's a good NBA player. I think that was a huge boon to get him at like twenty or whatever they drafted him. Yeah, I, I look it's at one the of line. those times where it's like, man, I wish the Bucks had a late yeah. first. And yeah, wish they could just like swoop in here. That would have been nice. Thirty-one and a half is a line. I'm taking the over. A lineup of Fred Van Vliet, Jalen Green, Dylan Brooks, Jabari Smith Jr., who really came on late and had a great summer league, and Alperin Shangoon. With then you talk about some of these guys we mentioned earlier, like Jock Landale, Cam Whitmore, Amen Thompson, Jeff Green. They got Boban in there for some reason. He's, uh, he's just like yeah, like he he's he's Tari Eason, fifteenth man. Jay, Jay Sean Tate, 
like Jay Shante really fell off, but he did. But I think that if that's like your tenth or eleventh guy, I mean, I think they're they're a real team now. They they accomplished yeah. that mission. The, I'm the taking problem the over. is the problem is like yeah, they're gonna they they uh, who who's who's gonna stop them from scoring? Who's gonna stop the other team from scoring? Yes, the other team from scoring. Uh, Freddie's a good point guard defender. Dylan Brooks is a good defender. They that you you see why they wanted Brooks so bad. Yeah, I get Brooks, but it's like your front court defense is just not. Well, good that, uh, Jabari Smith Jr. has to step up there. He's got the size That's, for it's, it. It's you need him to step up. If he if he does not step up there, it, they're not going to succeed because it's not going to be Shengu. No, it, it's it's not going to be Jalen Green. It's not going to be Boban. Yeah, uh, maybe Boban's big man. He's so slow though. I'm, I know. I'm I'm kidding. Uh, Jalen Green showed some chops on the defensive end, but it's like big maybe year with, for him. Big year, considering the ball's not going to be in his hands as much. I think he's really set up to look good this year. He can really, really – like the thing is efficiency, right? And again, it's the same thing we were talking about earlier, young point guards. Like Jalen Green obviously has the talent. Like obviously. He's dropping like, 40 we, balls. We were talking about like last season about like, hey, if he's in trade talks, like, yeah, send him to the box. Yeah. Uh, but like when you average like 22 points a game is like, a, what is he 20 years old? Yeah. He's he was young. 20 years old last season. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Like it was on like 34% for three. Like you want to see the field goal percentage go up. It's at like 41.6%. But like, yeah, cause he's taking 18, like almost 18 shots on a, game. On a garbage team last on year. A he's, garbage it's going to be a big year for him to see how he looks on a real team. This is a real team now. This I, is I'm an taking actual over to. basketball team. They're, they're going to be, they need that defensive five, which again, like. You see why they push so hard for. I think with Brooke Lopez, they're probably a play-in team. I'd say so. It'd be tough because the West is just the West. Yeah, it's hard. They, they have a real. Sh- I don't. I don't think right now they have a very real shot. No, but I still they think. Do not. I still they think have like a shot with Brooke. Thirty-five wins is very possible. Yeah. I'm taking the over. Have we agreed on everything so far? Yeah, and I'm kind of worried we're going to take the over for every team in this division. I think we we've disagreed on Utah. We've disagreed on Philly, and I think and Denver. Yeah, but for this division, we might all have the exact. Yeah, we might all episode. we might all say over as well for this whole division, which I'm a little worried about. Interesting, you say that considering the next team we're talking about, which is the Memphis Grizzlies. I think this is such an easy over. I mean, they won't have their best player for the first like quarter. They're of the used season. to that. All they do is grind out wins. They win fifty games know. every year. I don't know, man. I think the, I think the John Morant suspension is gonna hit him because it's like you know you don't have to deal with it. Like, it's it's like one game at a time with John. Oh, he missed a lot. Season. He missed a lot two years ago in a row. No, nah, that's fair. He missed like what 20, 20 games with some sort of injury, I think. Well, he missed yeah. a lot of time in a row with that suspension too last year. Like, yeah, a last weeks. season he only played fifty-seven games or sixty-one games. The yeah. season before is fifty-seven. And well, they won fifty plus both years, right? I believe so. I mean, like, I, I don't trust them in the playoffs at all, but they're very – I a 45 and a half I think is very low for them. Um, I mean, I think, like, with the addition of Marcus Smart to really, like, hold them over until John Morant gets back, I think that's a very, very good addition. Yeah, I think, I think most of the rest of their additions stink. I mean, yeah, it's like D. Rose just there to be a vet. Yeah. And it's like, like you mentioned last episode – if your vet's D Rose, maybe you could uh, get some better options there. Yeah. Uh, Josh Christopher, not a real player. Isaiah Todd, not a real player. Uh, sorry, Josh Christopher is more of a real player than Isaiah Todd, but. Neither are particularly real. 
I mean, Josh, Josh Christopher is like a, like a, a young flyer, right? Josh like, Josh Christopher was maybe the seventh most most impressive young guard on the Rockets last year. The, here's the thing: the though. Like seventh. He's, he's not even 22 yet. That's fine. Like it's like it's worth taking a flyer. Jason like, Tatum was 14, scoring 20 in the playoffs. Jason Tatum was in diapers dunking over LeBron. <laughs> uh, he boomed me. It's he boo booed me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but yeah, I mean, like if the Bucks had taken a flyer on Josh Christopher, I'd be excited about it. Uh, I'm more excited about Ty Ty for sure. Oh, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. If you're getting if you're getting someone from Houston, it's Ty Ty for sure. And we're not just saying that because he was on the pod. We go back. We have, have receipts. It's a long time. Yeah, you more than me. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you lose. You lose Tyus Jones. You lose like. I mean, I guess you lose Dylan Brooks. I was going to say you lose, your, you lose your best perimeter defender. I was going to say Dylan do. Brooks, but then you, but you also gain Marcus Smart. Stepped off. Step, that this is like that's that a, trade could go really bad for them. For Memphis, Memphis. I think yeah, it could go really a, bad for everyone but the Wizards. You gave up a first in that deal. Uh, yeah, and like if Marcus Smart's regression was real, you just kind of got worse for no real reason. And lost assets. Yeah, I think they they, they needed to do it though. I because don't of the, because of the Joss suspension. Tyus Jones needed. is good. That's fair. I just play Tyus Jones. Like I, I don't think they needed to do anything for the Joss suspension. But it's like, especially when you lose Dylan Brooks though, and you need a defensive wing, like yeah, a wing. Yeah, I mean, I they've got all these young guys that they'll never give up for anyone. I, I assume one of them could play twenty games and not totally bomb them, but. This is the team that they missed so many opportunities to add a guy like OG, and now they do it How with does it Marcus feel like Smart. I'm the one taking the over here, and you're taking the under. Because I, I here, this is why I was actually I'm, you. I'm glad you posed the question because I wanted to say this anyway. I really dislike their long term direction, and I don't like almost everything they've done. But the team they built ahead of the stuff before the stuff I didn't like is good enough to where I think they're just going to win a bunch of games anyway. Fair. Although they I'm may fall it. off now in, in a more crowded West, I'm still going to take the, the slight over here. I'm taking the under. Again, like they're not going to get like a lot of like, – that's a very good point. West teams are better. Yeah. Um, Which I'm side just, are I'm taking the, I'd take the slight. I'd say they win like 45 games. Oh, where am I typing? Oh, God. Oh, no. I think we're good. Okay. I'd say, they, I'd say they win 45 games. Under. Um, I think they're probably going to sniff around 50 again. I just – I don't know. It's one of those – sometimes I just let – It's a good line. I, I let – it is. I, sometimes I just let recency bias dominate and I'm just like, yeah, I've seen them do it. They won 56 two years ago, 51 last year. The thing I'm most concerned about is injuries. It's and again, like – Like, yeah. is like Brandon, could is, get injured again. What's Steven Adams and Brandon Clark's status? I believe Brandon oh, the, Clark should be ready to go. No, I think you have it backwards i do have it backwards so So yes i do he will not be ready to start the year in april they said stephen adams timetable is started next year but clark tore his achilles in march yeah he's so that's gonna be be tough that is that's hard for them unless he's on that aaron Rodgers trajectory hey man um i'm sourcing some ayahuasca if he plays in the playoffs also it's like that new innovative achilles surgery that he's talking about isn't like new and innovative at all it's actually pretty common practice nowadays yeah um i'm just gonna yeah. say a bunch of names of guys at the nba nerds so i'm not even gonna talk i'm just gonna say the names and we can move on okay zaire williams santi aldama john conchar 
David Roddy. I was playing I was playing Rocket League a few a few months ago and it was like I was playing against some person and it was like Santi Aldama. I was like, there's no shot this is actually Santi Aldama, right? Because it's like I know everyone has a Stan account. Like there's a freaking Marcus Morris Muse Twitter account. It's horrible. It's ridiculous. But it's like is there really someone out there putting a gamer tag as Santi Aldama if they're not? People Santi need Aldama? to get lives. It's like, but it, no, it's like it could have been actually Santi Aldama. I bet. I, I feel like you wouldn't make it Santi Aldama. You would do like Santi do something. Else. something for, you wouldn't just do your name. That's fair. What kind of psycho? And I'm sure I'm going to get. I'll do this. Who just puts their full name as their gamer tag? <laughs> it was like Santi Aldama and some numbers. Well, yeah, but even that. Yeah, but still. That's an that. email address. That's not a gamer tag. <laughs> that's that whenever you. Have you ever known making... anyone in real life who. What's your tag? Rohan Kadi. Have you? <laughs> that's fair. No. I have never met someone. No. no. Unless it's like an. I think the only media platform where you can do that is like Instagram. Well, yeah, I'm saying social media is fine. Gamer tags are different. Yeah, gamer, gamer tags are different. A gamer. Like, it's like something fun. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, enough about Santi Aldama and maybe having a really um, – I'm concerned about his long-term future if his gamer tag is Santi Aldama and the numbers. Yeah, I'll say he's pretty good at Rocket League. And he's got something going for him. They'll need him this year with some of these injuries. New Orleans Pelicans. Talk about – I mean literally any number I would find difficult for New Orleans with how they are. 43 and a half is the, is the line for them. Their, their biggest addition isn't listed here. It's Zion. Is it though? I think it is. No, but like, can we rely on that? I think he plays a game, which is an improvement on last season. He played, he didn't play any last year? No. Jesus Christ. He did not play at all last season. Wow. No, wait. No, he did play last season. I was going to say, I don't, think he's, I don't think he's. I was, I was thinking about the year before. Excuse me. He played 29 games last season. His, what's his career high is like, what, 30 some? No, 61. 61. But then 61. the other two years, 24, 29, 0. Yeah. That's that's my I got I got confused. But no, he barely he barely played. Like 29 games for Zion last season is just uh is just not enough. You just you can't trust it. You can't point. trust it at all. They won 42 last year, so very close to this. I'm taking the over. Oh, we're gonna disagree. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the over because I think Zion actually plays. And when Zion plays, he's like really good. Yeah, so you are not literally, but in this exercise, betting money that Zion Williamson plays basketball games. Yeah, it's a bad. How does that it's feel? Why, it's why I'm not actually betting him. Yeah. Uh, so we swapped. That, you, took the, you took the under on Memphis. I took the under on New Orleans. Yeah, I'm taking the over, and that it's it, it like considering those two lines are very close. Like I'd say those two maybe both win like 44, 45 games. Like it's very close on either side. I think the pal. I don't. So the pals come into the year. Jose Alvarado's out. Hopefully back by camp. Trey Murphy out. Probably not back for the start of the season. Yeah. Um. They. They. From what I, I just listened to, Andrew Lopez talking to Zach Lowe, the way they talk about like CJ McCollum as being so important to them, I don't like that. I don't I think mean, he's that guy. He's Brandon Ingram guard. Yeah, Brandon Ingram's stock is at the lowest it's ever been. He's helping out the Bucks. I mean, if they if they do go under, I think Brandon Ingram will be very available this uh, this coming summer. From based on based on some Pelicans uh, people that I follow, they could be a team that's in on Buddy Heald. Oh, 
he would he would slot in really well. They just hate defense, huh? They just are not I mean, interested in that at all. Zion's a good defender when he plays. Is he? Yeah, he's a good help defender. Eh, okay. Not as good on ball, but again, we haven't seen a ton. They still have Valanchunas, right? Yeah, they still got two. It's just a weird roster. They want a big really bad. I don't know who they would get, though. Yeah, you lose Jackson Hayes. He didn't really. No, he's, uh, yeah. Josh, all the guys they lost. I'm like, why were they on your roster in the first place? Yeah, like Garrett Temple. I was like, oh, he's still in the NBA. Garrett Temple failed on his rookie duties. People were saying when some of those Zion stories, we're just going to move on. Um, drafted Jordan Hawkins. It's been such sure. a long offseason that that feels like an eternity yeah. ago. Uh, they added my guy Cody Zeller, which feels like pretty pretty net neutral to add Cody Zeller and lose Jackson Hayes and Willie Hernan or Billy Hernan Gomez. I think I think the biggest addition is because it's like when Zion is there, they actually look like a competent team. I just don't think you can fairly say it's an addition. I we think don't it is. know. I think it. I like. I'm. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like you're, I'm not like going to believe I'm it. I'm not changing the – I'm just – I I am going to give him the benefit of like, the doubt. What changed from the rest of his career that now he's suddenly available? I don't know. He missed most of last season. That that has not been a predictor of him being mostly available the next year. Um, Hasn't it? So he, uh, he played okay, 24 so, games, then 61 games, then he didn't play, then he did play. So they better get a lot done this year is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's crazy that this is going to be year five. He's on, he's no longer on his rookie deal. That's how long it's been for Zion, though. Crazy. Um, yeah, I just I think he's going to play, so that's why I'm hitting the over. Fair. Um, I don't know. I think there's a little bit of a. I, I think he could play, and they could. They probably wouldn't come under totally. I think they could still be pretty disappointed. I feel like they've they've felt so good about the times when he does play. And I am a lower on their team than I think a lot of people. I, I don't think they're awesome. Like, I don't think they're an elite team of Zion, even if he plays all year. Is Bi like going to come for a for a, a a a better year? Is he set for a better year? I don't know. Like with Zion on the court again, with Zion on the court, he usually looks a lot better because he doesn't have to be a primary offensive focal point. Yeah. Like he still averaged almost twenty five a game last year. Yeah, it's a productive player. Yeah, it's like, and he, he's going to look a lot better with Zion. Yeah, this is I, all contingent on Zion. If Zion doesn't play, I'm obviously taking the under. I just like with, I think with Zion how much taking the over with how much star power is in the West. I just don't know how a starting five of CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Zion, and Jonas Valanciunas survives defensively. And I know the numbers have been good. They've also been extremely limited because Zion never plays and the other guys get hurt too. Herb Jones is really good. Herb Jones is really good. A really good defensive player who cannot shoot, cannot really make you a great defense and offense by himself and keep you a great offense. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm just lower on the Pels. I'm not a big believer in what they've built. Maybe they proved me wrong. I think the one player who needs to really step up for New Orleans is Larry Nance. Oh, yeah. I always forget he's there too. Like I think he could be sort of like a linchpin to those lineups if you want to take uh, if you want to take Jonas off the floor, yeah, and go maybe Zion or Larry Nance at the five. Those lineups could pop. That's intriguing. Yeah, 
Sounds like they're gonna just... I, I, I can never quit Larry Nance. I, <laughs> I can love never you quit. do. That's one of He's, your guys. He would be a perfect buck. Am I think I he'd be an okay buck. We've disagreed on this before. I think he'd be perfect. I think he'd be perfect. He's if, a if you slid him into the Bobby role, if you slid him in the Bobby role, he'd be very good. Bobby, and it's like he could be a fifth starter. I wouldn't go there. You, he could. He, he could. He would be a better PJ. I just I worry about your mobility if you start him and Brooke. I think you'd I think you'd be fine. I mean, obviously, uh, Larry Nance has had some injury concerns, and it's like I just like I, I limit, like mobility would be a little bit of a concern. But I think because he's a lot bigger, you can get away with more stuff. I would just worry about teams like Boston oh. that just have like a bunch of shifty wings, like. And you don't have to play like that's the thing. He's he's a versatile forward. You don't have to. You don't have to have him in every lineup. No, I, I just you said as a starter though. I, that's why I would like I wouldn't want to lock that starting lineup like in that, for eight. Like that dude's six seven two fifty two forty five. That's, like, that's a, the second number's big. Yeah, it's a it's a solid dude. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about getting posted up though in twenty twenty three. That's fair. Um, I just I don't know Larry Nance Jr. Please like one John I should say John Horse please. <laughs> that would be a good. I mean they could use that kind of like defensive linchpin move the ball guy if they made this buddy heel. I don't know how they'd get him, but. You probably Andrew have to give Williams up Pat. I don't know about just that. Just give him for free. I don't know. Let's well, not hold up. David Griffin. Who knows what David Griffin? You know what? Fair. <laughs> if you got me there, um, San Antonio Spurs. It's going to be an interesting one. Such a low line. 20, 29, 29 and a half. And a half. They add uh, obviously they add Victor Wembanyama uh, with the number one overall pick. I thought you were going to say Jetty Osman. First on the they, list they, here. You know what, Jetty Osmond? <laughs> who cares about Wembenyama? They got, they got, they got the last. There shot. is. I'll admit this at the end of a long pod, so only true listeners can make fun of me. There is an episode of the Chase Down from years ago out there somewhere where Jetty Osmond was at a workout with LeBron and KD, and I said something like, "He does have that long, athletic body type and does shoot." <laughs> I, I mean, I know, ex- I know exactly what photo you're talking about. Yeah. Too. And uh, I was like, he could be one of those guys someday. He did he not. Could. It was, it was after after voice, Le- he could not. It was right after LeBron signed with the Lakers, I believe. Yeah. That summer. Jetty was in next up. Step it, fill, yeah, fill in the was shoes. Next up. <laughs> fill in the shoes. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, that did not happen. Did not happen. Um, at least in Cleveland. But it's a, no, I'm kidding. Uh, San Antonio, they didn't do a whole lot. Like, again, their biggest addition is obviously the number one overall pick and one of the best prospects the league has ever seen. Yep. So that's pretty good. Like, it's good, just good that, base. that on, its own, on its own is a win for your summer. Yeah. Absolute win. They also got like a bunch the, of extra picks for taking on some of these guys. For the Spurs to have this be their one big move and it be one of the best summers they've ever had is saying a lot. But yeah. Uh, I mean, the, you lose you lose your guy, uh, Bates Job. Uh, do love him, Charles Bassey. Yeah. I'm a Charles Bassey believer as well. Did they resign him? Gordy Jang, Charles he, Bassey. I think. Did he go to Philly? Did. Someone just signed him. I'm searching. I'm searching. They oh, lost yeah. Gorgie Jang and Romeo Langford too. Maybe. Yeah, it's fine. But they, um, they Charles Bassey, I think, is back. Oh, nice. Um, but they they win 22 games last year, uh, and it pays off because they get the guy that they wanted. Oh yeah, four year contract. Oh, it was a hinky special. Four years, ten million. For Bassey? Yeah. Oh, nice. I thought I thought that was the case. Sorry, go on. Um, so you win 22 games last year. 
When Benyama, like you and I, I think are both in lockstep on here where we say he's going to make an impact his rookie year, but it's going to be on the defensive end. Yes. The scoring is not going to translate right away. Yeah. Um, and even like the scoring didn't even translate in France because he was like a 30% three-point shooter. Yeah, he, he takes some silly shots. He takes some wild shots. Uh, but hopefully that changes. Like you, you get him under pop and from everything we've known about this kid is like, He's a serious like work ethic guy. He wants like, to be great really bad. He man. wants There's to no he question. wants to be great really bad. And you don't really see like like any any really attitude red flags or anything about this guy. Like he's been like literally like the last decade of his life has been waiting for this moment. And he him he has a good support system around him from again, this is everything that I've like heard from other people talking about it. I don't know anyone personally that yeah. um but it's like it seems like he has a good support system, good family who like make sure he works, but like you know don't overwork and don't want to be a drill sergeant type people. It's like it seems like a very very good environment, and the Spurs are a per. It's just a it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. Like you get Pop in his last uh, few years in the league. I mean, I say is he just signed a contract extension, um, but I'm assuming this is his last contract. Um, Never know these days. Yeah, who who knows at this point with Pop? I thought last year was going to be his last year, uh, but yeah, it's. I'm saying a lot, and we're not actually talking about the wins. I think I might take the under. I am like I wanted to take the over. I like twenty nine and a half is low. I like Vassell a lot, um, but he didn't really lead them to winning last year. Half, uh, uh, this is training camp roster, but like 11 of the 19 or 20 guys on here are born in 2000 or later. Six of them in 03 or later. They're just very young. Wemby was born January feel, 4th, 2004. So I feel so old. 2004. So old. Oh, man. Um, They're really young. I Their guard play, I think, is kind of... I mean, counting Vassell as a wing, their guard play is just not... I mean, if Malachi Branham or Blake Wesley or somebody pops in year two, maybe... People like Trey Jones. I like a Trey Jones and just see, like, the most league average point guard possible. He's fine. I think Trey, Trey Jones is... I think Trey Jones is good. I think he's, like, the 30th best point guard in the league. I think he's better than that. I'd take him on the Bucks right now. Well, yeah, they only have they have one under contract, so. Um, I don't know. I think Trey Jones is better than Tyus Jones in some respects. Oh, I'm not going there. No, you're not going. No, there? I'm not going there. We'll see. Let's 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 do a quick b-ball ref compare. Um, do do this. Trey Jones had a good year shooting the three ball, twenty eight percent. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I want to see this year will be more interesting. I, I just maybe he's better than I'm saying. I, I just was on such a bad team. Sorry, I'm trying to pull this up. He had a good a good statistical year with uh with the Spurs. Yeah, I mean like he, he averaged more points, rebounds, assists. Better yeah, shooting percentage on a team with three. with no other guards that won almost no games. That's fair. I'm saying it's it's closer than you think, probably. 
Um, but yeah, I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under on the Spurs. Some team has to win not many games. And I think it's good that also there was like a story yesterday or the last couple of days, I believe. I've been really busy. Uh, that uh, uh, Wembenyama has said like, yeah, I, I want to be a Hall of Fame player. I want to be an all-time great. But And I recognize that not winning your first couple of years isn't going to impact them. Like that's not going to yeah. change them. And it's like, that's the absolute best thing you want your new franchise player to say. And I, that sounded sarcastic. I, it wasn't. No, I, I didn't like, think it did. Yeah. It's it's crazy, like how how like versed this guy seems and like his overall like stature as a player and how he need how he can get to where he wants to be as a player. It's just he says he says all the right things. Like no one has to say that. Yeah. No one has to and he obviously like, oh obviously I love winning, but like who doesn't love winning? But it's like I recognize that if you don't win your first couple of years, it's not gonna you can still get to where you want to be. And it's like, okay, cool. So he's not going to get upset when the Spurs win 25 games. Yeah, it's also a convenient take when you look at the rest of this roster and what they did last year. Yeah. Too bad Too bad the Spurs, uh, or the, the draft isn't as top-heavy as it was this year, next year. Yeah. Uh, they'll, the they'll be okay. Could, they'll be the Spurs okay. could like double dip on number one picks. Yeah. Like, let's say they somehow win the lottery again. Can you imagine? Is uh, Cooper Flag is two years, right? Two, yeah. He's not. He reclassified, so he'll be eligible in the twenty twenty five. Cooper Flag and Wemby would be the funniest one two ever. It'd be, that'd be, that'd be it'd be really good, but it'd just be like the the like the personalities meshing would be so funny. It would be really funny. Uh, if for anyone who doesn't know, Cooper Flag is like hyper realized Tyler Hero. Every sense and a massive Celtics fan. That's. In every sense, I think that actually clicks. He's from Maine, though. We've talked about this. Except, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if his dad uses the the correct bathrooms or not. I'm not not that sense. Still, so funny. So funny. Just, anyway, just so funny. But uh, yeah, we 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 took a lot of like the, one of the reasons I picked the Spurs to take the under is like some team has to like they're clearly the worst team in the world. Are they? Ah, uh, the no. Blazers. If they trade Dame, yeah. If they keep Dame, I think this, they're better than the Spurs. Is Dame trying? Yeah, I think Dame's the kind of guy where it's like he, if he reports like uh, Portland or Miami, um, if he reports to Portland, I think he'll play. Is I don't it, think he he has too much he has too much invested in the city of Portland to like not play. Let's just if we just drop Tyler Hero Hero in there, it's probably kind of close. What? The Spurs and the Blazers. Oh, oh, okay. If yeah. you if if you replace Dame with yeah, 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 Tyler. yeah, you don't just add Tyler here. You drop. So it's like Scoot, Anthony Simons, Tyler Hero, um, Jeremy Grant. There's some I players. I think they're better. They might be better. It's, yeah, I think it's close. I mean, it depends what Wemby's like year one and and how much he plays. That Windhorse has really. It seems like the Spurs, from what they put out, he's not going to play eighty. They're going to take it easy on him physically. Yeah. Again, perfect situation. Yeah. So, all that to say, probably the worst team in the West. I'd say so. And a really, and it's a really good conference too. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, Utah might but, give them a run for their money, but but they are in probably the worst West division. I mean, the highest over under in this division is forty five and a half. So they yeah, they shouldn't get killed by their division, which helps. Yeah, but I mean, their division does have like. I mean, I guess the Mavs are the best team, right? Yeah, Mavs are Mavs are Grizz. Whereas we look at well, we did the North 
West, there's mostly bad teams, but at least the Nuggets. And the Thunder yeah, the could Nuggets, be good. The, the Nuggets Wolves, and Thunder. Yeah. But then Blazers, Jazz. Yeah, I guess those two divisions are both kind of. The Pacific then is just like. The Pacific is just crazy. <laughs> worst team That's in the a, Pacific is rocking Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Yeah. All right, they might be rocking Deer and Fox. Um, what? We'll talk about it. We'll talk what? About it. We'll talk about it. Whoa. We'll talk about it. Uh, it's a it's, spoiler. It's another Zion thing. Um, oh, wow. Actually, no, it's not. I'll I'll save I'll save my full thoughts for our next podcast. Okay. But yeah, that's a that's a death division. Uh, yeah. Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Kings. Like good, good lord. Maybe like, the Kings are the worst. We'll see. The, talking about the point guard switching teams in 2015. Good lord. Do you not know what I'm talking? about? No. Oh, remember trade deadline 2015 when they when oh the good Bucks lord trade? yeah oh good lord yeah, yeah, yeah good lord good lord I thought good you lord. meant specifically a point guard I was like did uh, I did no, I go you, too deep of a cut no here? I got <laughs> like, it I got what? it now. yeah he just said good lord with all the trades um, and that's like a baby so deadline funny. compared to some of the ones since too I mean that deadline was ridiculous. or no baby transaction period not deadline yeah that's fair um, do we have any other final thoughts here on any of these teams or should we wrap this no this, this is old school we're about two hours here. A little bit, yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed. I'm glad we got the the trade talk up top as well. But we had to yeah. stick to our schedule, give you the southwest and southeast divisions. As we just talked about, for our next episode, we will be talking about the Pacific Division and the Central Division, minus the Bucks. Yep. Because obviously we're a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. We will do a full dedicated Milwaukee Bucks season preview because training camp is right around the corner. Everyone's in the facility. Giannis can still dunk. Uh people interpreted that thing really that post really weirdly. I, like, wait, is he concerned about his knee? Like, what's what's going on? And it's like, oh, uh, he's, just, he's just dunking a basketball. It's just a fun post, folks. Yeah, it's just a fun post. It's like, yeah, his head is above the rim. Like, <laughs> like did yeah, you yeah. see Dwight Powell? This video that's been going around. No, what happened? He jumped in the tunnel and smacked his head on like the the top of a door. What? I must be old, so I'm sure he's not doing this. But it's like this. It's I don't know why it's been on my TikTok like five times. Oh my goodness. I think it was Dwight Powell. Yeah. I'll send you the video. It's please, crazy. Please do. The cockroach himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also, I you know what? The, the funniest interpretation, and I don't think I've seen anyone say this, but it's like, oh, is running Dunk Man back? What is, is that? that is, is that what Giannis is saying? Like, oh, I can still dunk? Like, oh, running Dunk Man's back? Did he ever go anywhere? Yeah, he started shooting wild threes. Oh. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, I'm sending you this video. I want you to react to it on the end of the pod. Okay. It's a, it's a GIF. Okay. Let me pull it up on my <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. Okay. okay. It's like, how did you think that was going to go? <laughs> <laughs> like, really hard so he's like skipping through a tunnel and he jumps through a door and just nails the front of his head his face like like the team was filming him i don't know how they let it get posted whoever was filming him (laughs) and then he just walks back like nothing happened it's honestly super impressive he he didn't fall over he might not even remember something happened he just hit his head so hard oh Uh, yeah He's no, like that's, laughing that's afterwards. That's, uh, yeah. that's so funny. 
<laughs> on that oh note. my goodness. On that note, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Euro Step. I almost said the Euro podcast. What, what's going on? <laughs> the Euro Step. We, we cover all things Europe. Yep. Uh, uh, no. Don't get don't get me in this. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> Adam's gonna be Adam's gonna be in our group message. Just be like Ty. What'd you do now? You can't you can't you can't cover all of Europe, Ty? <laughs> the Euro Step yes. podcast here on GSPN and Blue Wire. Uh, appreciate everyone for sticking through this. If you made it to the end of this episode, you're you're a real one. <laughs> uh, this is this is peak peak off season, but also I think this is peak Euro Step type content. Uh, when we get these type of episodes out there. So we truly do appreciate you guys sticking around, listening to this thing and then supporting us as you have this entire off season and continue, hopefully continue to do as we start up for the regular season, which again, it's coming up soon. It's coming up soon. So uh, make sure you are subscribed on your podcast platform of choice or on YouTube, depending on where you're listening or watching or do both, you know, why not? Um, Make sure you check out gspn.info for links to all of our other podcasts here on the network, as well as fun stuff like Substack, Discord, all that cool stuff. gspn.info. You can find all those fun links. Uh, make sure you leave a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Five stars as Ty is putting up his hand right now. Um, yeah, pod random, and we will talk to you next time.